there, Outposters. Uh, you got me today uh, because uh, not George Lucas is a little under the weather and he didn't want to come on and just hack and cough his way through a live stream. And we appreciate him for that. So, but as usual, I have with me Sean. Sean, say hello to the folks. COVID free, no coughing, no annoying British accent. No smarmy, I know everything because I I sound smart. That's right. Just a scorching case Just of us. herpes like a regular American. Just That's right. That's good. So how you been, bud? Eh, not too bad. How, how, how's your week been? It's... How was your exciting week of, oh, gosh, so much has happened this week. Oh, my we God. Twitter buyouts. Twitter buyout. Elon. Baldwin, Baldwin busting. Baldwin is the Baldwin tapes. I tell you. Is, is there a guy on the face of the planet that is more grateful to Johnny Depp, Amber Heard, and Elon Musk than Alec Baldwin right now? Mm. It's almost like he... <laughs> yeah. And the war. Don't forget Ukraine. You know, he's the like, Ukraine oh, thank, war. Thank, thank God. God all these people are his, dying. Because, I mean, this should be like the biggest story in this, this video that came out. For those of you that haven't seen it, the video came out and it was showing his hand like on the trigger now here's what i here's what i know and here's what i don't know all right what i know is we have footage where he draws the gun off to the side with his finger on the trigger was that the moment the scene just before he shot her or was this a earlier previous was it earlier in the day I, I don't I'm not clear on that. They say this no. is footage released from that day, but I don't know. You know, we we don't have enough context other than he 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 draws the gun, he has his finger on the trigger. He said he has said he did not pull the trigger, and then another guy said his finger was on the outside of the trigger, collaborating Alex's story, which Alec I believe has said. Outside of the interview he did with George Stephanopoulos. All right. So those are the basic facts as I know them. So I'm not I'm not trying to, you know, I want to be very careful, I think, with all this. Because if we start going down roads where it's like, well, he had his finger on the trigger. Therefore, we don't know when that video was. We, we're not positive on a lot of this kind of stuff. Um, I am not positive of what he's actually said officially and what he said in public and what he said on Twitter. Uh, and he's, I think, flipped around stories a lot. And to really give him the benefit of the doubt, I don't know how lucid or, uh, I guess, consistent I would be in that position if I had accidentally shot somebody um, and killed them. I, I don't know. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to bring all angles in here. I that think, all being said, yeah, the video footage of him—he pulls it out, and then you had it on the news. You can see it; it's as plain as day. So even if that wasn't the footage, maybe that was a, a rehearsal two or three times before they, you know, the fatal one. It shows that he, you know, he was in the habit of having his finger on the trigger. Guns usually guns won't fire with, <laughs> you know, the trigger being pulled. Mostly, you know, it's very rare. that kind of gun, especially, is not. You, if you cock it and it stays cocked, it you know. Would you so. say that I I have noticed this in the very little time I've been with guns, but I have noticed that especially inexperienced people they tend to put their finger on the trigger 
because it naturally wants to go there. And you yeah, almost have to train yourself not to do that. Yeah, that is true. Almost anybody, you hand them a gun, the first thing they do is they, you know, it's what do they call it? They call it like the sympathetic yeah. nerve. Well, I mean, yeah, the so, thing you know, is you built, your built for that right. position. Yeah, your hand you know, is you naturally going to be in that position. Yeah, and, you know, you close your hand, you, how many people close just three or whatever? Right. So it's one, very, you, you know, you're having to stick one finger out. So unless you're playing you finger straight. guns, you're not going to you're going to put your finger on the trigger. It's just going to be natural. Yeah, yeah. So for people that don't know, it's very hard. It, it's it, they have to consciously think about. You know, you got to be. You know, you get and this isn't saying. You know, so this is a gray area here. But you know, you should always be very conscious about it. But there comes a point to where enough times you do it you know you and that's the idea right you train until you unconsciously are competent but you know it still always pays to still think about it uh it, it, you know so he it, it's very easy for somebody like him to just grab it and have their finger on the trigger and um yeah. I, it's because I, I mean it's it's the thing is i mean it, it obviously if you're going to be in a close-up shot like that you wouldn't you'd want your finger on the trigger otherwise it's going to be one of those uh you know continuity errors that shows up at all the 10 best continuity errors in movie you know and he's gonna shoot this guy doesn't even have his finger on the trigger you know i mean that's the kind of stuff obviously he's gonna have his finger on the trigger yeah and and but there's you know there's prop guns that are completely unfunctional that you could and you know it's unless you're making like a one take where he draws and fires it I mean, you know, I'm assuming that was the gun that did it. Yeah, but oh, we yeah. Don't, I don't clearly. I mean, if if that's from the same, if that's sequence. from the same, see, yeah, that's where I get. That's where I, I mean, I could think of a million ways where they gave up different footage, wrong footage. The cops screwed something up. What they released, somebody's leaking something just to yeah. just to leak something and 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 get his ten minutes of fame. In his own way. I don't know. And another thing to keep in mind is like Alec Baldwin can make as many statements as he wants to the press. It's when you go under oath and give your official statement is when you start getting in trouble, right? So yeah. he can claim it in public all he wants that, no, the gun just went off. But when you go in there privately with your lawyer and it matters, then it's like, you know, maybe. And, and honestly, I don't – if he just went there and said, yeah, man, I mean – the finger had to be on the trigger, but I wasn't the one that loaded it with live ammo. What do you want from me? You know what I mean? It's like, yes, was it a mistake and it was dangerous? These are guns. It was a real gun, but you know, I didn't load it with a live round. I don't know. And, and, and now civilly liable, of course, you know, that's a different kind of worms, but yeah, who reasonably is going to go like, Oh yeah. He went in there with the intent to murder. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, Oh yeah. They brought live ammo on the set. You know, it's not, I mean, you know, if, Maybe he did. I mean, I, you know, he, he said so many different things. And, and I know he's a pretty much a douchebag. So we could take the yeah. other tack of this. Like, maybe he paid some guys, stick a live round in there, and it's a perfect setup because nobody believed they would do it on purpose. But he yeah, just but wanted wow, to kill but, the bitch. Yeah, he just – well, he did wonder what it was like to shoot. You know, he, we do have tweets. He is saying, I wonder what it feels like to kill somebody. Exactly. I or mean, she, so, but, I mean, I, I doubt it. Again, I have about as much evidence on that. Yeah. As I have that it's that it was that he didn't have his finger on the trigger. The truth is, is that this video, in my opinion, changes nothing. Yeah, not really. I, because I mean, it, it just proves the, that I need to see the video that where he actually shot. 
Yeah. I was. I mean, the only that. only thing to me it proves is that he he showed. Yeah, he was pulling the gun with his finger on the trigger. So any claims that I think it backs up that it's more likely that he did pull the gun with his finger on the trigger and and accidentally fired it or or you know I mean maybe or it was fired well, it on maybe it was in poor condition maybe it was easy uh, to pull nah, the hammer not, I don't know yeah but they're not like the way that works is not you know if it failed there's a th- there's there's safe, internal safeties on these things so if the hammer falls without you intentionally pulling the trigger a part comes up and will block it from firing like the hammer will fall but a part will block it from hitting the firing pin and initiating the firing sequence. So that is not, I just, that's not possible. I mean, it would be a one in a gazillion, you know what I mean? And if it was that bad, the gun wouldn't have worked for any other thing. Yeah. So the so story that, is, is that he pulled the hammer back and then he let go and it went off. Yeah. So if he possible, did, it is n- not with that gun. It is not. So he'd have to have the finger on the trigger you and hold the de- hammer and then let go. You have to depress the trigger if it slipped, like if he was pulling it back and he had his finger off the trigger. Now, you can start to pull one back with your finger off the trigger and the hammer slip and it will go forward. But there's two or three different safeties that will keep it from firing. Now, that gun especially, that when it was, you know. Now, if he pulled it back with his, if he was depressing the trigger and pulled the hammer all the way back and let it slip, now that would go off. But again, you have to have your finger pulling the trigger all the way to the rear because that, you know, deactivates these if, passive safeties. That, if you already have the hammer pulled back, does the trigger become much easier to pull back? It does, yes. Okay, so he may have thought he wasn't pulling the trigger, but with the hammer pulled back, with the lack of resistance on the trigger, yeah, it may have just been the weight of his finger. Yeah, I mean, he... But his finger would have had to touch it, though. You know, oh, you I know agree. What I'm yeah, clearly, yeah. He, had his, yeah. he had his finger on the trigger. Look, I... I, I, it's fascinating to talk about all the different possibilities here. Yeah. In the end, I, I still don't think that until we see the actual video where the gun went off and we see what he, you know, what happened, yeah. we don't know what he actually did. And even then, that doesn't go to was it an accident or was it on purpose? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't really. Think we have that. no evidence one way or the other. So I everybody, mean, I just. I think it's pretty clear what really happened is that Bad Orange Man and an attempt to get him to stop making fun of him on Saturday Night Live snuck used his billions of dollars to sneak in there. He put nanotechnology <laughs> in the hammer and it went up and back by itself, yeah. disabling all the safeties. It's tremendous work my people do. Very smart. Only the best. Only the best. I think that's clearly what happened. I... <laughs> you know, again, about as much evidence of that as any other yeah. theory we've come up with here. I bet I could get more people to believe that theory, though, on Twitter than any other argument I could come up with. The only thing I would say is that if if Alex said and other people said he didn't have his finger on the trigger, and clearly he does, I think that goes to some credibility questions. That's about it. Yeah, or or he pulled the gun and it happened so fast they really didn't have time to see if his finger was on the trigger or not. You know I, mean, I mean, who pays attention to that in, yeah, in, oh, when you're not looking for it at the yeah, time? Yeah, so like you're in this room with this actor and everybody's trying to get the shot right and yeah. he he's pulling are, are you are you looking at that gun and his finger? Are you looking at his face and stuff and, and the way he's standing? Nobody's looking at his finger on the trigger. They wouldn't know. 
if it was if his finger was painted bright neon pink, they probably wouldn't have noticed whether it was on the trigger or not. So that's so, you know, that's bullshit. I don't believe that. They're of course they're covering for their boss and and gravy train or whatnot. But like I said, it, it, you know, when it if we got to see like their official statements to the cops, I bet it I bet it looked more like. Well, I don't think so, but I can't be sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? I guarantee you there's more. Yeah. I mean, we don't know. All we get is stories by the press who yeah. we know make shit up all the time to sell a story. So I don't buy anything necessarily that they're telling me. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and Baldwin says, well, the prop guy gave it to me. Okay. Maybe. Maybe he did tell you that. Maybe you're making it up. Maybe you're trying to dump a prop guy under the bus. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, all of this is just, you know, the only thing that would really clear this all up once and for all in, in any direction, guilt, innocent, everything is just to show us the goddamn film of what happened that day. And it don't tell me that there isn't film going on that day. Yeah, they got everything leading up to it, but not that. Yeah, that's come on. Yeah, they're just not releasing it because, yeah. you know, and I. But- Somebody getting shit. Yeah, somebody's daughter getting blown away. Yeah, on the camera. I don't blame. Yeah. I don't blame them. I don't need to see that necessarily, but it will. It needs to come out in court, and that's when we'll know. Yeah, yeah. Eggy says, uh, you know, close up of him squeezing the trigger, and he's handing a safe gun. He's only doing his job. Yeah, it. it and that's true. If it's that simple, that's true. I don't see any. I mean, could I, as a big time gun industry guy, be? Yeah, I could find fault. Like he. Obviously, you know, you hand it like you, no matter what somebody tells you, if they hand you a gun, they say, don't worry, it's empty. Don't you don't take their word for yeah, it. You, no, you he, open it up. And you, even if that's you that's the negligence yeah. on his part. He yeah, didn't that, check the gun. He didn't check the bullets before he he trusted somebody else. And, you know, always yeah. do stuff yourself. I guess that's the lesson, kids. Especially when you're handling things that could kill yourself or somebody or you somebody know? else. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I you know, but. A lot of people go, well, he—that's not his job. He—he's supposed to just be handed this gun. Okay, you, you okay? That might be all true. You could say that, and maybe that's the way it's done in Hollywood. But I don't listen, man, if somebody hands you a gun, you check if it's loaded. But anybody, anybody who's using that defense—it's not his job. Okay, then from now on, I want you to to employ that in your day to day life. They may hand you yeah, a gun. How far... Just trust what they say. Don't bother to check yeah, it. Yeah. If you're going to be that stupid. If you think that's an adequate defense, you're a fucking yeah. idiot. Yeah, and and he's been in enough action movies with guns that he, there's no excuse for him not knowing any better too. You know what I mean? When the he's gun been, is in your hand, you are now responsible for whatever happens. I don't, with that I don't know why they're using real guns, Iggy. For similitude, <laughs> I don't want to see fake CGI guns. You know, but I mean that's me. Maybe I, nobody else cares, but I, I don't think know. that was. I think that was. I, I don't know. I mean, I think they use they use like guns with blanks in them. Yeah, so there's several different uh, kinds. There's yeah. uh, inert guns with inert bullets. There's prop guns that have no they, like they have rubber guns a lot of times. Yeah, they don't do nothing. They're just a big block. Then, of then they got rubber. like those flash guns. I think they call them. Yeah, they have like some sort of like flash paper in them that just makes like a muzzle muzzle, muzzle fire. But because doesn't. that's realistic, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. I fired I, guns in the range. I just don't ever remember seeing muzzle fire. Am I crazy? Maybe uh, at, maybe at night, you know. Like yeah, it, it depends on the lighting. Yeah, the, they in show real it life, like in sunlight. Yeah, in, yeah, yeah, yeah. In real life, you don't. Very rare do you see muzzle blast. Like unless it's dark or the. And even at dark, it's not that. 
you know those those they those uh, I know they make it they make it look like small missiles are exiting the gun. Yeah, yeah, like they um they use those uh what do they call it Hollywood cramp blanks where they put like extra powder in and then they so you know blank round is basically just like a a a case without a bullet and they put like a little bit of wax over the end to keep the powder from falling out. Uh, and those Hollywood crimps, you know, they really pack them and then they they crimp the edge. And so it makes a real nice, impressive, you know, bit that flower pattern. Yeah, yeah, I know. You what know? You're talking and it about. looks cool, but in, you couldn't use a gun like that in real life because it would blind, you know, you'd, you'd <laughs> yeah. fire and you'd Jesus, be like, what the hell am yeah. I looking at now? <laughs> yeah, it, it, it would literally be just like somebody took a camera flash to you. So I, I, if there's one thing, if I could get this to stop for every movie ever, is the, the cocking sound effects every time somebody just simply lifts a gun. Yeah. You know, and sometimes they'll lift it and you'll hear them cock and then they'll put it away. Then they'll lift it again and you'll hear it cock again. I'm yeah. like, going, what? You're not doing anything. That, Your hand's not moving. That and when they click empty on guns that don't even, you would, that don't even do that. You know, like, so most click, rifles. Click, 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 click. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So most rifles, when it goes empty, like the, the bolt locks to the rear on an empty magazine and there's the, the trigger is just loose. There's no noise, Yeah, but it's always like click, click, click or, or all kinds of stuff is retarded. It, it, it is. But the, but the cocking sound effect that like, I've heard him do it with laser cuts. I'm like, why are you doing that? With laser you guns? Cocking a laser why gun? am I hearing cocking sounds with a laser gun? Jesus Christ. I mean, if it's like a police squad movie, you know, like yeah. a sucker, like, okay. I could get, cause they're, they're probably doing it as a joke or something. But other than that, if it's like a realistic movie, it pulls me. I don't know that much about guns. And even I know that's horse shit. You the know? worst, the worst I've ever seen. And it's not even a small budget movie. It is natural born killers at the end where, um, the, the Knoxes are getting ready to execute Robert Downey Jr. And they both got pump action shotguns and they pump those guns. I think 11 or 12 times to like accentuate some point or to scare him. And so every time you do that on a, on a pump action shotgun, you're, you're, you're kicking out a round, either empty or live. The things only hold like four to five that, that they're using. So they would have emptied those guns <laughs> like twice over. <laughs> I, I, I saw one the other day and I, I retweeted it out. It's a scene from some, I don't know if it's, Chinese or Jet, you know, one of the Asian movies. Yeah, they all look the same to you, don't they? They do. Um, <laughs> you're not fooling anybody. Come on. <laughs> Could be Korean. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but it was just two people, and they started, a man and a woman, they started having a shootout, you know, like they have this moment where it's almost like uh, high noon or, or good, the bad, the ugly, where the, you know, at the, yeah. the tense moment. And then they start shooting. And I swear to God, I'm not exaggerating. They each shot about 6,000 rounds before they had to reload. <laughs> I mean, it was an insane amount of bullets. I'm like going, what are these bullets? Like the size of needles? How, yeah. how are they doing this? <laughs> and, and, you know, it just takes me right out because I just start laughing after it because it goes oh, into yeah. absurdity beyond absurdity there, if which may really, have been on purpose i don't know anybody that's ever been have, has any used anything on full auto will also all gets a chuckle out of hollywood because so you know you're, you're standard ar-15 or m16 it basically the same thing 30 rounds it, it literally takes for 30 rounds to empty maybe is less three, than three 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 seconds three seconds yeah, yeah. And, and it's you're like out over, yeah and they're like 
an hour's worth of shooting, you know. I was like, if if you were if you were actually able to hold that, you couldn't lift the fucking gun. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way you could actually pick the thing up. Yeah. It would be. There's no way to carry enough ammo on your person that, and you'd be able to walk that that would fulfill a Hollywood action movie <laughs> gunfight, you know. Which I mean, you know. Some of it I could do. That's why I, I like sci-fi with the laser pistols, you know, because it's energy, so you just fire as much as you want. You could yeah. probably fire a whole lot more because you got some sort of energy cell or something and whatever. But with yeah. with bullets, you know, there's some physics, yeah. volume, all that kind of stuff involved. So The revolvers in Hollywood's always the worst, too. You know, you get six, six shots. shots. That's it. They'll shoot like – And Tombstone, Val Kilmer shoots like 20 rounds out of a six-shooter. At the OK Corral, it's like, wow, that's an amazing pistol. He, he can reload so fast that he's faster at reloading than he is. I know. I, I had no idea that's how it worked back then. The yeah, historical pretty... accuracy, I know, was spot on. Yeah, that movie is deadly accurate. Which Absolutely. Is... Yes. Still, in it. But, you know, none of that has anything to do with the entertainment value of any of these movies, though. It's still They're still great. I still watch them, and I'm able to absolutely ignore all that. Did you see the... Uh... The English guy who, I guess he was in America, and he went to buy some. I did. Oh no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. He he went to buy a uh, an adapter, a power adapter for you know American plugs. Oh, I did see that. And he he says, well, I can't get a power adapter at Walmart, but apparently I can get rifles with ammunition. They were like air rifles, like BB guns. Yeah, BB guns. Yeah, which is like a step up from Nerf. You know. It's, it's, and he was just all, and of course he got roasted on it. Yeah. So, and he should get dragged. I mean, even in the UK, they got BB guns, you know? That's, well, I don't know. Maybe they don't. <laughs> that's the fun of Twitter, you know? I mean, you can yeah. finally educate people on their, on their dumb shit. And thank you, Elon. Let's go into that. I'll, yeah. That was a good segue. Thanks. I thought so. Uh, Elon buys Twitter. So there's a lot of obvious, um, upsides for this as far as uh, a guy who who says he's a uh, a free speech absolutist now i'm gonna he's already walked that back a little bit too well i i think he says i'll do what what's within within america the law, law. Yeah. but i mean i'm pretty sure american law is fairly wide open you know yeah I like don't, for yeah. instance a lot of people have the misconception you can't say fire in a crowd theater no you actually can't yeah um it's not it's not now if you do it fake and you yeah. you you hurt a lot of people. You might get sued, yeah. But you won't necessarily go to jail, um, or you should. That, and if even if that was true, that's like the only thing you can't say, because apparently you can hold up a decapitated president, mock president. You can't. Head. You can't. You can directly you can threaten be, people. Yeah, you can be. Uh, you know, Omar Gaddafi or Bin Laden. You, still you can't have a Twitter say account. I'm going to kill you, Sean. I yeah. can't say that. Yeah. Um, that's that's uh, threatening. You can't do that. But then other stuff well, you say context, well, conspiracy well, and everything is more about. Well, yeah, context. Of course, yeah. I'm just saying that actual threats. Right, right. You know, you can't do that. That's about it. And yeah. um, you know, if if he just gets to that and he gets rid of the bots and that kind of stuff, because I mean, we can talk about all the political stuff that goes along with it but i'm thinking also about like i remember ghostbusters 2016 you know people yeah. roasting that movie and then leslie jones getting roasted when she 
talk back and then she was able to get people either de-check marked i think it was milo yiannopoulos if i remember right i think so yeah it like got he was people the, banned wasn't off he like he was even like the first person to be drummed out of the blue check marks wasn't he? i don't know if he was the first but he certainly was one of the more high profile ones to do that and i i mean you know milo i, I if you guys don't know about milo he's this uh Fairly flamboyant gay conservative, although I think he's decided he's not gay anymore yeah, he's, or something. He's, he's de-gayed himself he's recently. He's de-gayed himself, yes. He, he went to the uh, Pray the Gay Away camp, and it uh, apparently worked. Yeah. So, I mean, I got a lot of problems with Milo. Yeah, I, he's but, a, but what they He's hope, a grifter, yeah. But. A, a bit, yeah, I think so. I, I mean, he says some good things. But, I mean, there's a lot to criticize him about. The problem with the left or with the with the woke i guess would be a better description and it was the same with trump and it was the same with elon and everybody else is that the things they decide to get mad about are things that are always not true so you you make yeah. me defend the person because you are saying things that are just demonstrably false it's like yeah. if you want to go after trump because he's you know fucks porn stars okay I'm, I'm, it's not very presidential. It's a little <laughs> stupid, and it's crass. I mean, it makes makes me jealous, but well, depends. I you know. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. Uh, because you know, I, I I'm not jealous of the crabs he probably picked up, but you know, I'm. Uh, the point is, I mean, that's a legitimate thing to discuss, right? Yeah. I mean, when I you got, say I'll, he's yeah. a fascist dictator because he's removing regulations and taking away power of the government it's just so god awful stupid i don't even know where to begin it's like oh is that what fascist dictators are known for yeah fascist dictator apparently means depowering the government that's what they do you know give freedom back that that's a fascist okay letting you say whatever you want on about him yeah that's 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 repercussions oh okay that's how it works i mean it's just so god awful stupid it's like okay so you're making me defend people you know, I have to defend Milo because instead of maybe rightly pointing out that what he said about Leslie Jones was kind of crass, impolite, hilarious, hilarious, but it rich. might have been, but it, it really didn't. You know, to me, it was it was useless because I think he called. I think it was something along the lines of she was a monkey or an ape or something like that. Yeah, was, and then they tried to say like he was using that as a racist thing and and you oh, can tell on. from the everybody, context everybody was, knows that when you say something like that you're probably gonna it's probably gonna co-racial i yeah, mean everybody I mean, knows this he, it's just it's and again do i think he's a racist no he has like a black boyfriend he's married to a black man yeah, yeah. that's not but that, but it does go to his his judgment and his his decision making in my opinion it's like well why open yourself up to something like that there's like eight million things to to go after Ghostbusters 2016 well, for. Uh, I have a whole 35-minute yeah. video yeah. going after all those things. But it's never – it doesn't have to be, you know, something – it's just a useless insult that does Well, that's his – yeah, and that's his shtick, though, you know. That's but his shtick – yeah, but it's not yeah. working. That's my yeah. point. His shtick is tired and stupid, and it doesn't, yeah, it, it doesn't it get is, us all anywhere. That, all that's true, but – that's the problem with a guy like that. They do that to a guy like that. And like you said, you have to defend somebody. It's like, dude, you're just a grifter. We know what you were trying to do. And, uh, you know, and I don't want to say dog whistle, but he was obviously like, he was straddling the edge. He knew it would be inflammatory and, you know, people would interpret it however they wanted to. Well, so, I mean, you're just walking into their hands. Yeah, right. He That's was playing. Du- I, I mean, I just find it to be a dumb thing to do. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, 
I don't really care about what he said because I think it's just silly and dumb and we should be able to just say silly and dumb things and people go, oh, you're silly and dumb and move on. But instead we get all ridiculous about everything yeah. now. But then on the other side, it's like, well, you know, they all going to get ridiculous about it. So why don't you do something that actually sticks instead yeah. of something like that that just, I mean, what can he do now? You know, yeah, he's gone. Yeah, he's drummed not, off. Yeah, but I mean, started, dumbass, you've now you got yeah. yourself drummed off of Twitter, so now you have much less influence than you used to. Way to go! I want to point out that I did start a Twitter account when Elon bought, and it lasted about an hour. What'd so you I say? Can, I, I harassed some reporters and some actors and some politicians by being very, very much meaner than Milo ever would. And so I they, never, I, I almost always <laughs> just react to their dumbass tweets. I don't. I don't go after people just out of nowhere. I don't like sniping. I don't like. Well, I wasn't attack. I wasn't attacking. I was just responding to, like you said, the stuff they said. You know? Ah, okay. And yeah, I, well, I mean, if they, what'd you, what'd you, what'd you there say? There was a lot. Oh, none of it can be repeated on YouTube. <laughs> what'd you do? <laughs> oh no. Uh, but there was a lot of people that was their their banned accounts were suddenly open again, and there was all this talk that they've obviously reset the algorithm to like whatever they used. 2016 or before and i thought oh let's see you know let's see what i can get away with apparently they still frown on you know you can still take it too far even with the old algorithm <laughs> did they ban you or did they say just remove the tweet oh no it's gone it was like I, you saw the screenshot it says you permanently suspended permanently and all you, suspended yeah all funny. you could you broke the it's gonna go Twitter. it's gonna go well you gotta wait till he actually gets in there yeah yeah obviously uh but i mean i think that I think that from an entertainment standpoint and from a movie standpoint, I think what's really going to get better is that we are not going to have nearly as many of these review bots and yeah. these. I, I did I did a thing on the news, if you guys haven't seen it, my, my little weekly parody news thing where I did a, a game show, which I called Sad or Shill. And the reason why I did that is because I'm, I'm just shocked at how many accounts i see puffing up the new star trek and the new star wars along with a lot of other stuff um and and finding and, and seem to be purposely pushing the 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 wokest parts of these properties captain marvel right um and and i just don't believe they're real um they may be a real person but i don't i don't know if they're sincere or not or if they're doing it for the money or I, I just, I mean, I, yes, I think there's a lot of people that are woke. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's as many as they think they are because I think a yeah. lot of these guys have created a lot of bots on Twitter Absolutely. to inflate the woke numbers. Yeah, so the, all of the people reporting suddenly they've lost, you know, Kat, you know, like Kathy Griffin or what is like, I've lost 200,000 followers yeah. here. It, it must be, no, it's because these bots are gone. They're trying to get, they're trying to you know, They're trying to a cover lot of their the, tracks. Yeah, exactly. And, that, and uh, I, think that I guess they, it. I guess they, like that started happening. And then I heard they put a code freeze on Twitter that they're not allowed to make any changes. So whatever's, wherever it is now, it's going to be like this until Elon walks in the door and takes the keys and yeah, starts uh, cleaning house. Because I'm pretty sure Parag, Agarwal, and Vijaya, Vijaya yeah. not going to work there no more. Is, uh, <laughs> I think they're gone. And uh, I I, I think a lot of the – I've even heard rumors they may move it to Miami, the Twitter headquarters mm. of Miami, which is 
<laughs> based. <laughs> <laughs> have it run by a bunch of Cubans. That'll take the yeah. communism right out of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, I'm wondering. I mean, I'm, he wants to make the code available, which means he's he's probably going to find about out about all the shadow banning and all the bullshit. And I I don't know. I mean. You kept saying that, that a lot of these reporters have been lost all kinds of followers, which was really weird. It's like people like Tim Pool, Ben Shapiro, and all the con- generally people that are non-woke, not even conservative, just non-woke. All of a sudden, they're gaining all kinds of followers. Yeah, like by, like hundred like thousands. I not like, it, but, yeah, but well, but me neither. I don't... <laughs> well, you got to have an account to actually get followers. Oh so yeah, I wasn't I don't on know there long you know enough. To, works. I don't. I wasn't even on there long enough to follow myself. <laughs> But uh, I, I, I follow myself in the bathroom at least three times a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, but I don't know if that means that they've unshadow banned stuff or turned off something. Or does that mean a whole... I just I don't think that... Pi, I mean, maybe some did. But do you think piles of people just jumped on Twitter no. all in one day like no. that? I just... No. It, it doesn't, doesn't pass maybe. the smell test. Knowing software like I do. Yeah. I mean, maybe a organic. few. Obviously, a few did, like people like me. But uh, I don't. Not like not, not two hundred thousand all of a sudden, you know. So yeah, I I don't know. It's just maybe the politically incorrect stuff will get off of there. Maybe we can actually get a better gauge of whether movies or or TV shows are actually popular rather than. This this fake nonsense that's all up and down Twitter. I, I think Twitter can be useful if it's organic and if everybody's allowed to talk. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I just I don't understand why, you know, they're like, oh, conservatives will get a chance to talk. It's like you can mute them. You don't have to listen to them. Yeah. What's the problem here? You just have to take the responsibility for yourself. Oh, no. Yeah, you, you can ignore it. I mean, I ignore leftists all the time. <laughs> I don't need <laughs> it's not that hard. In fact, they're very easy. Uh, we got a lot of distress in the in the chat. They really want us to get on with heavy metal. I'm not. Yeah, I'm was... not trying to force it, but there's griping going on from a bunch of grippers. So, oh, Mad Ink, he, he's my he's my biggest fan. He knows yeah. it. I I just I don't know why it's weird, but uh, you know he loves me for some reason. Yeah. Teddy Leopard is going on about you know about it too. So, <laughs> uh, okay, so heavy metal. 1981, 40 years, 41 years now, actually. Mm, I'm so old. I, I feel know. I, I was like, it's a movie that, apps, you know, it's a cartoon. It's like the first cartoon, I would say more mainstream anyway, that really. For adults. For especially. adults. So naturally, all us kids at 11, 12 saw it. Uh, <laughs> snuck into the theater or whatever we had to do. Uh, because, you know, you had to see it. But I mean, it was so subversive. And I love the. Mm. I love it, but I'm kind of looking back on it. I'm like, is it is it as good as we remember, or is it just we love it because of the nostalgia and for what it what it did back in the day? I think it's pretty good. It's got some really good. Some of the shorts in it are top notch. Now, you know, is it even as good as a Japanese anime? You know, no, but. It's not that style, but it and and I tell you to me it also it feels like a very seventies movie too, you know it seems like it should you know should have come out of the seventies which it probably did I'm sure they yeah I mean it. let's face it the eighties didn't really begin till about eighty three 
that right. You know, and uh, the 70s didn't really begin until about 73. I mean, that's just how it works. I don't know why, but it doesn't. Right. It, you know, because the 80s really spilled over in about 91, 92. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, so I th- yeah, it, it it's a great movie. Um, the Harry Canyon that we both the the opening sort of or the well, let's, start. Let's, let's start. Oh, we got yeah, the yeah. soft landing at the beginning, and that's where uh, you have the space shuttle orbiting Earth, and then the bay doors open, and uh, astronaut rides a Corvette all, a cor- the, way yeah, all the way down. <laughs> yeah. Somehow doesn't explode on impact. Yeah. Um, he pulls. Or burn the, up. He pulls the. Th- yeah, he pulls the chute <laughs> like five seconds from the ground. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then drives it home. Um, it's a, it's a good. It, what's interesting about that? It's clearly they use a. Um, they use Roto-scope. a real car. Yeah, yeah. It's rotoscoped or whatever you yeah, call it's, it. Yeah, it's rotoscoped like crazy, and um, and and it's it's a it's a fun surreal sequence. Um, to, to get through the credits. Um, and speaking of Elon Musk, I have no doubt that that inspired him to put a Tesla into orbit. Can you, can you carry this by yourself for just a minute or two here? I got to step away for just a second. Oh, just, just by myself. Yeah, go ahead. Oh no. I'm, I'm frightened now. Uh, so I, I like that part pretty good. Let me, let me read some of the comments here since we got, we got a lot of comments and I don't mind talking. So... Um, Maddox says the Mandela effect, our new Baldwin is from the universe where he didn't shoot the chick. <laughs> uh, you, uh, let's see. Eggy won him to why movies use real guns. I think we talked about that. Um, so you guys had a lot of opinions on Alec Baldwin. I think we're all agreed. Uh, Alec Baldwin is a piece of shit. Uh, they can make dinosaurs running through the streets with CGI, so why not use fake guns and CGI the smoke? They actually do that, Eggy. Um, they do use fake muzzle flashes sometimes and things like that. Nobody actually fires the gun, um, so it's not it's it's not outside that, that they don't do that, but. It's just easier just to stick a blank in a gun and fire it with some. It's just easier and it looks better um, to put in the muzzle flashes properly and in CGI. It it never quite looks right, in my opinion. Um, let's see. Uh, you, <laughs> hey Sean, I went to clay pigeon shooting on Friday. Now I have a bruised and damaged shoulder. I'm so English it hurts. I can understand that. Um, I don't know why you would be so so soft, though, man. I mean, aren't you like part soccer hooligan? Um, we could deny the Holocaust. You can't. I but I know you guys are really binary with scoring movies. I I don't know that we're binary. I mean, we at least have a a a one to ten with it, one to five, but divided into point five. So that's a one to ten. And really, I think it's more important that you describe why you like the movie or why you don't like the movie and the pieces and parts that you like and try to talk about your opinion. I think giving a number score to a movie is stupid, but we do it anyway. Uh, Just to give you a quick, quick, did I like it or didn't I like it? But 
you really have to read the review or listen to the review because people have different reasons why they like or dislike movies. Uh, Squid just asked if you're going to discuss heavy metal. Yes, we're going to discuss heavy metal as soon as he gets back. We're sorry about this. Um, it is actually... Oh, Maddie has a shrine of Sean. I can understand that. Uh, talk about our awesome Star Trek video, Yoda. Yeah, I we we are we are definitely going to. I, I started watching um, season three of Discovery, and it's. Um, I fell asleep during one episode of it, and I found that you could watch the, the recaps. And pretty, like, if you miss the episode, you watch the recap and you pretty much get everything you know because most of this show is just filler. That's all it is. It's, you, could, you could finish this show in about half the episodes. It would probably be a bit better because they just put a lot of nonsense in it. And crying. So much crying. So, Eggie and I did a long uh, sh- uh, video discussing why we don't like new Star Trek and we kind of specifically went into the first few episodes of Picard and then talked about some of the showrunners for Discovery and we'll go into maybe more of the showrunners from Picard although there isn't that much of a difference and finish out Picard and I'll talk into more detail about Discovery and what I'm seeing and what I'm not seeing in it because people seem to like it I don't know why but it's really gotten a lot of views lately so we want to um we want to give the people what they want. Uh, I don't think Sean is number one. That takes too long as or his prostate is shot. I don't think there's any need to choose between the two. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. And so, oh, are you back, sir? Yeah, sorry about that. The IRS showed up trying to get me to pay my back taxes again. <laughs> Like I'm going to do that. I was wondering what those gunshots were. <laughs> so, okay. um, so we got maybe about an hour before the people with guns show up to. Uh, yeah, we got time. I think before okay. the, they come looking for the bodies. So uh, where, where are we at here? Well, okay. So I talked. We talked about the 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 landing, and then it goes into another one, which is basically an extension of the first one, which is called Grimaldi. And it basically sets up the framing story where he comes to his daughter and he brings home the Lochnar, which immediately melts him. Yeah, great and, and and then the Horrible way to go. And then the thing floats and the girl is just terrified. And it starts telling her stories because that's what you do. Yeah. Um, and very, very weird. Fr- yeah. It's, it's, a, it's an odd framing thing. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, well, I, I don't want to spoil it. So we'll go through Harry Canyon. Uh, that's the first one he talks about. So in Harry Canyon, you've got some people that are digging an archaeological site of some sort. Yeah. And uh, I think it takes place in, yeah, 2031. So it's only, it's only nine years from now. <laughs> I'm not like, I'm not liking the the direction we're going. If that's, yeah, if that's only either, nine man. years from now. <laughs> Um, but it's, it's film noir. Uh, he's yeah. narrating in the background and he's a cabbie. And if you're thinking that a cabbie in the future, uh, getting pulled into a, 
a space adventure sounds familiar, well, you're right. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. called The Fifth Element. And uh, I believe that this had some inspiration for that, although I'm not sure it was totally for that. Yeah, um, it's clear. It, it, nobody would ever convince me other, that it doesn't. I, I I know that he read a lot of heavy metal, um, Luc Besson, and so it, it's not like it's the exact same story. But, yeah, it's right, but it's so they're kissing cousins, as, yeah, as it were. Um, I like that he has the disintegrator ray in the back seat. I think mm-hmm. there's Uber drivers now because boy, I could use one of them. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so a girl, so so the guys are are digging up stuff and they find the Lochnar, and one of them melts and they put it in a in a thing, and then Harry Canyon is. Uh, happens to be driving by the museum and somebody's trying to steal it and she comes running. Yeah, uh, she runs out to the cab for help. Yeah, and, he... and her father gets killed, supposedly. Yeah. And so she ta- he takes her back to his um, apartment where they have sex. and We get, we to, get see... to see some great animated Cartoon nudity. boobs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they bounce, you know. It's great, Lifelike, yeah. it's awesome. Yeah. Um, that was that was when eleven year old me going, hey, what the fuck is going on now? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and oh, and I was kind of struck by how they, how animated pubic areas are like mm. a big old swatch of carpet that goes yeah, way like too my, far. Yeah, it looks like they removed like part of your dog's back hair and put, <laughs> just put on it. <laughs> it's, like, it's like about this big. Thick. <laughs> Thicker than Sasquatches. I don't know. know if that was on purpose for the R oh, rating God. or it's it's weird looking. What's really weird is that women aren't shaving down there in twenty thirty one. That's the weird. Yeah, thing. that is weird. <laughs> I guess it came back in style. Well, what I saw, I saw a, a meme. Maybe you showed it to me, where it showed uh, women nineteen seventies got a lot of hair, nineteen eighties just a little triangle. 2000s, they're completely shaved. 2020s, now they got a dick. That was Aggie, I think. <laughs> Is that Aggie? Yeah. Yeah. So, how women have changed over the decade. Yeah. Um, but uh, so she takes the she they, she works with Harry Canyon to sell the Lochnar to these gangsters. Yeah. And get the money, and they're going to split the money, and she uses his feminine wiles on him, and. So they do the trade on a bridge. She she gets all the money. Um, the Lochnar kills the gangsters. Yeah. Uh, then she tries to double cross Harry. She tries to double cross Harry, and it brings back the disintegrator ray, which yeah. for some reason doesn't disintegrate the money. But oh well. Yeah. Chekhov's uh, disintegrator. Yeah. It's <laughs> and um, and then he's like, oh, I just I'll just chalk it up as one hell of a tip, which I I. Really enjoyed yeah, that little, with no sentimentality at all. A little spike at the yeah, end. That's uh, very nice. Yep. Two day ride with one hell of a tip. I love yep. that. Um, I love that the police in that are like, uh, yeah, we need you. You know, this girl yeah. needs help. It's F- like a thousand dollars a day. Yeah, <laughs> fifty dollars up front. It's all they can give <laughs> yeah. a shit. Yeah. So then the next one they go to is uh, Den. Yeah. And Den is that, that was a long running story in heavy metal magazine itself it it the, the I, I, I i know it's a popular one and i'm i'm guessing they've done more and i'm assuming that's that it's 
similar to what was going on in that in the show. Yeah. But um John Dan, Candy Dan is, is <laughs> Dan is absolutely 100% the dictionary definition of a 14-year-old boy's fantasy. That's, That's all it is. Yeah, absolutely. You 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 end up in another world strong as strong could be and you get laid constantly and yeah. you fight all the bad guys and you win. And you're almost you're basically indestructible. Yeah. And and there's a lot of stuff when I wa- when I watched that I was like trying to figure out like so he ends up at this planet and he he, he sees this woman who's naked because naked. Why not? Yeah. And she's getting thrown into a a pool. It looks like a big giant swimming pool for some sort of sacrifice. She's tied up to, so she can't swim. To, to Cthulhu, as it were. Ulatik is who their god is, and it's actually Cthulhu backwards. Right. Little 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 uh, factoid there for you. So, and, and they're getting sacrificed by all these guys and another woman who's naked under a robe for reasons. Yeah. And um, so Dead dives in the pool, and for some reason his first instinct is to go deeper because there might be a tunnel under there. <laughs> yeah. I don't know Luck- how he knew that or Turns why. Out, luckily there was. Luckily there was. And I'm like going, how did he know? Cause if it was me, I'd be just like, get her to the surface. Right. That's it's no. your first instinct. But he goes deeper and, and carries her all the way through this tunnel, which goes on forever. He's like, man, my body sure is holding up. It's like, are you sure hers is? <laughs> yeah. So, he rescues her, and then they he's about ready to, to have sex with her, and then a bunch of animal beast monsters come and take him to this gay guy who says you Wait need to get the lock. Is lo- he gay? Is he gay? I uh, mean, he sounds, yeah. For 1980s, for a guy to sound like that, he's gay. You're right. Yeah. He, he's, 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 he's gay. He's uh, very pre-Milo uh, Yiannopoulos straight therapy. Yeah. He's just, and that's, I mean, I think he even kind of comes on to Den a little bit. but Yeah, he's pretty flirty. Yeah. yeah. Um, which, I, I mean, to be honest with you, it's kind of fun, you know? Cause yeah, it's, like, it's great. It's Cause just, he's got it that just gives smug... that extra layer of texture yeah, to the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. And so then he tells him that he needs to go get the Lochnar, which is on some sort of, in this universe, it's on some sort of scepter or something. And so he goes back with this other guy, to infiltrate and try to get the Lochnar with a team of mooks to help him. Yeah. And he, and then the, the gay guy shows up there and then they have, he, he and the, the priestess lady have the, the gay slap fight trying to get, give it to me. It's mine. You stupid. Bitch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, uh, then fires an arrow with a chain Wait up a minute, into the, the wall. Does the also have sex with the priestess at one point before that guy shows up? I think oh, he... he starts to, and then maybe he did. I don't know. So yeah, yeah. He was getting laid a lot. Yeah, he was. There's just not much to this story, and yeah, I'm it's... still having trouble trying to remember it. It's just basically when you're 14, 13, you're watching. It's like it's the greatest thing yeah. you've ever. You, seen it's something life. that you wrote down while you were in, you know, uh, English yeah. or math class in freshman year of high school or something. It, it's. It's hilarious, and um, you know when you're 50, you're just smirking at this whole thing. Yeah, it is violent though. It is very adult. You know, it's a lot of comedy, but it's also all these stories are pretty. All but one are pretty violent. They are, 
Uh, yeah, there's a lot of uh, heads getting cut off and blood, and you know that's that's fun, um, and that's stuff you didn't see in in cartoons at that mm. time. You know, not at all. So he he ends up shooting an arrow uh, connected to a chain, and then he throws a chain into the water, and then lightning hits the chain or hits the pool, and it and it zaps up the chain, and it hits the Lochnar, and then it kills both the, the priestess and the gay guy. Yeah. And then the lady says, I guess the lady also was from Earth. Or, somehow. Yeah, she was yeah, she's from uh I'm like, from... how did she end up on, on there? Because he got zapped because he had the Lochnar in his in yeah, his yeah. room as a yeah. kid. Right. And got transported to that universe or whatever and different body. Because he's like a little dorky uh glasses wearing kid. Yeah. But then why is the Lochnar there? And then if she got zapped, why did she get zapped over there? Because she didn't have a Lochnar. She was using the Lochnar as one of those vagina eggs. <laughs> got it from uh, uh, <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow's Gwyneth story. Gwyneth Paltrow's story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's my collection of Lochnars. Vagina <laughs> Lochnars. Uh, so, so, yeah. And then he's like, they're like, well, you could be their leader now. He's like, fuck that. I just want to. Yeah. Take this lady. I just want to keep getting wanna, laid and fighting people. And I, I just want to bash heads and yeah. smang thoughts. What else Which, do you want? Hey, you know, he's he's got simple needs. Yeah, um, he's a simple man. Maddox says, "Man, even Yoda's voice was, makes me want to watch this movie right now." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I know." Yeah, <laughs> look, I gargle hot asphalt every morning, and it doesn't seem to help. I don't yeah, know why. I am. Our our viewers are so comp. They're just they just flatter us. I don't. Be, be, better to be insulted or loved than ignored. Uh, that's what, that's true. Uh, so, so then we it. go into uh, Captain Stern. Yeah. You know what really surprised me the most about Captain Stern is that Eugene Levy voices Captain Stern, who doesn't sound like Eugene Levy at mm, all. Uh, yeah, at all. Um, I went. I, I I grew up with a guy that lived right up the road that looked just like Hanover Fist, and I'm not joking at all. <laughs> looked just like red hair, the long. I mean, you would be like, "Holy shit!" It's a live action Hanover Fist. I, I loved. I love the. Uh, yes, I I I know you said that, Matt. It's fine. Um, I love the the. Uh, when when uh, Hanover Fist is in, it, he's he's kind of losing it for mm. whatever reason. And he's like, oh, yes, Captain Stern <laughs> is a wonderful man. If you don't count the daycare prostitution rank. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> wow, there was a time they knew that pedophilia was <laughs> <Yeah>. bad. <laughs> Who would have imagined? Who would have imagined? <laughs> um, or, or what did he do? The, the nut, he said something about nuns, like when he, killed a yeah pun. i can't remember what it was but... right yeah they're they're reading off his crimes and that was one of like his crimes and... yeah there was just just the most horrible things you could yeah. imagine and uh he keeps saying i got an angle and then <laughs> the guy turns into basically the incredible hulk yeah it's really kind of an odd in a thing of odd ones because it doesn't you know, it just you get this courtroom scene where he's like breaking down, and then this a paid witness. You know, he's paid off this witness, a character witness. But then he transforms into Hulk, and then starts chasing him for reasons that you think. I I like the I like there was like a little things that I noticed in there that you know my 
my Star Trek science too old to have fun anymore brain starts <laughs> nailing. Like the Lochnar just goes in through an open window on a space station. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? And then <laughs> he's he's bashing stuff and like a building on the space station collapses straight down. Yeah. I'm like, why isn't it floating off into the into the but it isn't. And I'm like, yeah. what is happening here? And then finally the guy just pays him. Yeah, and he turns like, back. He kid, into, yeah, he kidges up with him. He's like, "You're getting what's coming to you. You're in twenty, forty, and he's like, "Oh, thanks." And then that's kind of then, what. Then he pulls the lever and sends him down, burning up in the atmosphere. Yeah, very stupid. It, yeah, I mean, I'm not sure the point of it, other than it was just goofy. Comic. Yeah, it's just a comic relief little bit. Yeah. That probably went on just goes on just a hair too long. A, a little bit, I think they could. You know what I. I was thinking that, but then the movie kind of moved along. It was only, like I said, it was only 90 minutes, so it moved yeah. along at a pretty brisk pace. And I That's I true. didn't really have a problem with the length of most of this. I, In my mind or in my memory, I thought these went on longer than they did. So Yeah, so then then, then we get to the, in my opinion, the best best one of all of them. Is the Loch Ness goes down into a, somehow it goes back in time to World War Two. Yeah. And there's a B-17 bomber in the middle of a bomb run and it's getting attacked and it goes into it and we get to see the the crew get shot up and killed by i assume japanese uh zeros because it's in the pacific yeah like the entire crew like you you see a guy in a in a gun bubble or a gun blister is just basically it's it's like filled halfway with blood and his bones and everything yeah guts uh, fall out everything yeah it's it's just horrifying there's only yeah. two guys left alive. They're the pilots, the pilot and the co-pilot. So they're – and suddenly – so the guy goes back to see who's who's alive. Of course, nobody's alive. And he looks out the back, which has got a hole torn into it so he can see out the back, and the Lochnar is following them. And it rams into their underbelly, and then all the all the dead guys come back to life. Yeah, reanimated. Horribly. Yeah. Uh, Still leaking guts and – yeah. Now they're uh, greenish, and they kind yeah. of have a face, or they have skulls. It's just, it's all very horrifying. And the one guy, he doesn't realize it. He checks into the 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 bottom gun blister, yeah. and it pulls him in. And it and it's cool because all you're seeing is the gun. You see like a hand, and you see more and more blood mm-hmm. just fill up the thing. And then the pilot, he opens the back door, and he sees them all coming at him. And he just, he says, "Fuck this!" He ejects. <laughs> Yeah, jumps out, parachutes out, lands on an island. Uh, and it's full air- of these, these yeah, same planes. animated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just gets torn to shreds. Yeah. That's that was that was a that was a dark. Very yeah. Uh, it was almost Twilight Zone or something. Very and and quite the kick in the gut after you just watched, uh, you know, the last little bit. Yeah, you're which... hoping like one of these guys survives. Nope. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's no happy endings. There is and, not. Yeah. And then uh, that takes us into the last one, doesn't it? The, the... Nope. We got one oh, more. Oh, no. That's right. So the, beautiful, uh... so dangerous. And this yeah. is this one is odd because I like it, but it doesn't it, – it can't seem to decide what its storyline is or what its point is. Initially, it's like, okay, there's a doctor – coming into the Pentagon to talk about the problems that they're having with yeah, recent UFO sightings. And, yeah, and UFO yeah, sightings yeah. and everything. And then 
you think that's what it's all about. And then the the doctor turns out to be an android who immediately tries to rape the pretty secretary that's <laughs> he just he just flips out, he gets his first yeah. android boner and he goes yeah. nuts. And then a uh, 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 giant Back. ship which i call the the giant happy face ball because it looks like it's got a yeah, big grin smiley on it. yeah the giant smiley face yeah the giant smiley face ball uh he it, it it puts a pipe right through the top of the pedagog and vacuums up both the the woman and the android and there's a robot and two hippie aliens yeah zeke and edsel and then John Candy is just named Robot. So, hold on a second. Uh, I hate it when they sneak up on you like that. Yeah. Uh, so we got uh, John Candy just immediately gets a hard-on, because the robot, of course, would get the hard-on for the woman. Yeah. And... She comes... She, 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 they go through all these tubes. It's like uh, Futurama tubes. Mm-hmm. And uh, the robot just hits, and it's just completely dismantled and destroyed. The, the doctor android, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the girl, she's fine, but her clothes are all torn off. And then, and then in the next scene, the tears and the rips are all gone, and she's fine. I don't know how that happened. Uh, <laughs> she just—it's it, like those movies, you know, where the guy's face is all messed up, and then in the next scene, he just does this. Is all his makeup yeah. and everything's perfect? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so she she starts talking to the robot. The robot's saying, you know, hey, I get, he's, he starts lying to her. He's like, oh, you can't go back. Uh, there's uh, radiation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something. We, we're, already, we're already through the magnetic uh, warp cloud thingy. So you can't, can't take him. Sorry, you're stuck here. So, of course, she immediately has sex with the robot, mm-hmm. uh, who has various attachments, I guess. Yeah. And then... The robot falls in love with her and wants to get married. They have this big argument. Finally, she just says, okay, you, you have to convert to Judaism. And are you circumcised? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or something along those lines. That's basically it, yeah. In the meantime, Zeke and Edsel bring out um, a bag of of dope. Space it's, cocaine. It's like, yeah, it's like we only got one bag left. Well, the bag is about a trash can size, like a like a... 30 gallon trash can size and they wheel it out on a thing that you would use to uh to mark uh, baseball stadium lines or something yeah and they're just they're just putting lines all around the floor and everything they suck it all up and they end up um uh finally just getting high as hell and crashing into another space station landing poorly yeah and it's the most beautifully animated i think of all of them too it's good. It just doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't have. It doesn't have a point. It has it no point. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, th- yes. Thank you for blessing me, DNF. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so after that, it goes into Tarna, which is the main story. If yeah, it's the longest. It's it's the almost point, a half hour. Yeah, the point of the the movie, I guess. Anyway. To me, it's actually the weakest of all of them. I agree. I usually when I'm rewatching it, I turn it off at that point. I don't. I it quit doesn't. Caring. It's because the so so okay. The the Lochnar now the size of a football field crashes into a volcano, and the green lava covers all these peaceful people and turns them into 
goblin monsters of yeah. some sort. Mad Max. They, they all become extras yeah. out of Mad Max uh, Road Warrior. And so they invade the neighboring towns, and they're just killing people. Um, the best part of that whole scene... So, so wait, uh, I'm sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. So they, they kill everybody, and then the people, the leaders say, we got to summon the Tarakians. It's like, well, there's only one left. It's like, yep, and she's going to be the warrior that, that fights these people. So they all contact her by basically just closing their eyes, say, good Tarakian, please come, you know, whatever. There's, I, I don't know why they didn't have a telephone, but fine. Um, so they, they, they summon her. And she gets there, and they're all dead. It's like, oh shit! Whoops! Oh, I guess sorry, I, should have, <laughs> I shouldn't have. Should I knew have I shouldn't have. have <laughs> shouldn't have stopped to get that haircut. Uh, so, it's all a revenge story at this point, right? Yeah. Now the best part of it is when the, she goes into, um, the bar, and uh, Devo is playing. Mm. <laughs> uh, and she cuts off the heads of three of them and gets the information of where their headquarters is, where the volcano is. Oh, and, and I can say that I know women are always irritated when they show um, women warriors with, like, nothing on to protect them. Mm. I, I say they have a point in this one. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's wearing a tiny bikini, some cloth. It's not even male. It's just cloth. But yeah. she has on a thing on her arm, and she has things on her legs, her lower legs, like that are, look like metal. But the rest of her is completely yeah. effing exposed. It's all the all the more all the places you would take a mortal wound. At yeah, it. <laughs> it is the it is the I'm like this is their warriors. No wonder there's only one left. Yeah, it's a wonder if they're extinct. <laughs> and she flies this bird, which I kind of like. It's kind of this weird reptile bird that that's friendly to her. It's a, yeah, I don't know what it is, but um, she gets captured, and then they they strip all her clothes off because, of course. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, she's naked in that at least as much as she's not naked in this yeah. in this particular episode. And then she's supposed to fight some guys or yeah, something, fights. and they toss back her stuff, so she puts it all back on. And then she's able to get her bird is able to get away. Thank God, that's how she's able to get away. And then she turns into energy with her sword and stabs the Lochnar. She kamikazes into the kamikazes into the Lochnar. Now, then they switch back to the framing device, and the Lochnar begins to explode. And she gets out of the house, and they explode the house. And they don't even bother to try to rotoscope it. They just throw a green film over the lens. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and then she becomes a reincarnated Tarn new Terrakian. And, and, right. and her they, hair turns gray like the Yeah, and the bird appears and becomes yeah. her new steed, and she becomes the new Terrakian warrior. Now, I don't understand if the if the Lochnar is telling these stories, which is how it's framed, that did the story happen at the same time he was telling it? Because there's like multiple Lochnars 
all over the place and he was telling the story as it happened and didn't realize that he was going to get fucked in that other world that would fuck him over here. I'm trying to find out why did he, ex- why would you tell a story that would end in you exploding? That's what I don't, <laughs> I don't understand. Know. Yeah. It's like, oh, maybe that's a bad story to tell. Don't tell that one. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But that's just, that's just what I was saying. Um, I, I just, like, if I saw this today and never seen it before, I don't know that I would have the same. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and, and I think I think the I think the proof of that is Heavy Metal 2000, because Heavy Metal 2000 is basically just that last episode expanded out a bit. And it's not I don't think it's that terrible. It just it's nothing. It's just. Yeah, it's just it's, it's trying to be something that came before. But the something that came before, I don't know that it was. Its strength is that it's in an anthology, and none of the stories hang around long enough to really. Yeah, you just, don't think. Yeah, they don't give you time to really think about them. If you're sitting in the movie theater and you're like, "Man, the music's cool, and this yeah. is so cool," it's the so. Oh, it's it's nudity and cartoons. My parents, uh, if they only knew. If I mean, they only knew, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's what that's the that's the feelings that heavy metal evokes for me is that that subversive moment yeah you know it's hard to it's hard to have those subversive moments anymore thanks to the internet yeah. i mean what the hell is barred <laughs> yeah. from me anymore I, yeah. I i mean i'll say well how easy is it to get porn and it's like yeah it's kind of the problem isn't it it's like where's the where's the the little bit of danger the sneakiness or you know the feeling that you know, nobody cares anymore you know yeah. and if you don't have that then what do you i mean what do you, you can go watch a Mexican cartel guy chainsaw another man's head off like a little nudity in a cartoon. Isn't yeah, really? it's, it, there's nothing there. <laughs> and, and back then, everybody says, "Oh, everything was a lot more repressive back then." It's like, yeah, but that's what made these kinds of movies so much more fun. Right. But if you just take the movie on its merits, is it really that good? I'd have to say it's mm. it's okay. It's better than 2000 yeah. because 2000 showed that you can't take one of these vignettes unless you have a really good story and spread it out into an entire movie and expect it to work. Yeah. Now, as I understand it, they were wanting to do a reboot, like a third movie, back in 2011. And it was going to be an anthology again. And it kept going back and forth in development hell. And finally, it morphed into Love, Death, and Robots. No kidding. I did not know that. I didn't know that either. But Love, Death, and Robots is, if, if, if nothing else, a spiritual successor to heavy metal. Hmm. I have not seen that yet, so I did not. Uh, that I would have been probably more curious to have seen it if I'd known that about that. It's it's got some good stories. There's one really really good story that is, I would actually say, pretty pretty disquieting. I'll go beat the shit out of your dog again. Um, but. It's uh, do something about the Terminators. The dogs are going crazy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the R, that's the rest of the RS well, squad. Well, well done, Matt Inc. Well done. That was a good one. Um, but I mean, it's it's definitely the the Love, Death, and Robots has some good ones. There was one really good one that was very uh, what's the word? Just horrific. Just the whole mm. ending just gave me that. Uh, 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 uh shutter and it was about this this um 
ship they, there's all these ships that go through these these wormholes from one to the other every once in a while a ship gets lost and this was one of them that got lost and they thought they were in a far off part of the galaxy so far away and they couldn't get back and they were making a new home but in truth it was it was all a lie and the guy was being fed i guess really good hallucinations while he was getting eaten mm. by giant spider monster thing. i mean oh, and no it, kidding it's like when you get to the end of it, it's like, ooh. I mean, it really it really is a good gut punch, and it does it well. And it, it it was one of those where I just came away from there going, ooh, <laughs> That's pretty horrific, yeah. So um, it's – it's there, there's some of it is not that great. There's one weird one that I was like – like there's this artist who has done these amazing pieces of art. And everybody thinks he's the most amazing artist ever. And he wants to do his final work of art. And he's getting interviewed by somebody who's going to finally show him his final piece of art. And it turns out he's a robot that has evolved over hundreds of years. Mm. And he just wants to go back to being the robot that he was, which was nothing more <laughs> than a pool cleaner. Like a toaster or something. It was yeah. a pool clean. He just got back in the pool and started cleaning the pool again. He's like, this is best. You know, all the all evolution and everything, it's just best being a pool cleaner. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Okay. And the moral is ignorance really is bleak. I guess so. Um so there's there's a lot of there's a lot of surreal stuff. And then there's some comedic ones that are pretty good. Um there's one where it's like, okay, if you're gonna go back in time, you want to kill Hitler. And then they they go through all these scenarios and they're just all of them are pretty hilarious why would you want to kill hitler <laughs> uh, i don't know that's a weird premise i don't understand <laughs> you don't understand uh, the views of sean do not necessarily <laughs> reflect the views of last movie outpost or its contributors please don't sue us uh so yeah i mean i like love death and robots i guess there's a season three coming out um, it's hit or miss. I mean, some of them are great. Some of them are really good. Some of them. Not this was so a good. Net, This was a Netflix thing, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I I don't know if they did it or if it was just they bought it. You know. Yeah, but I mean, it was shown on Netflix. Though. Netflix, you're greenlit. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, welcome to Netflix. Your project's been approved. I don't know how much longer Netflix is going to be able to survive. Oh, I know, man. That's there's some weird stuff been happening lately. I think a lot of this stuff's kind of. I mean, they always, you know, they always say go woke or get, you know, get go woke, woke get broke. broke. Yeah. yeah, and then then I've heard some artists like, no, that's not really true at all. Look, but anymore, I'm like, eh, I don't know. I think we're finally starting to see that start to, you know, you can only fudge the numbers so much. When, when Disney, excuse me, when Disney finally releases its Disney Plus subscribers, and and sees how many they've they've lost this year, they're going to have to release that. Yeah. And I've heard they. I've heard all kinds of numbers, but I've heard up to 2 million Disney Plus subscribers have dumped their accounts. I know I have. And that's going to be a sure sign of the get woke, don't broke. Yeah, for sure. Because people, you you can't say that Disney Plus itself is the problem, although there are some dumb stuff on there. There's nothing on there that really rises to the level of getting people angry. Right. But the whole thing that they did with, with, supporting Florida. the or going against the, the Florida, Florida man the, Florida man bad yeah um they they got they got I mean don't get in the way of parents knowing what's going on with their kids 
Yeah, you and even it push- really just comes down to yeah. that. That's what people. That's the side people came down on, and when Disney was against that, you, people stopped sending him money. Even liberals, uh, you know, polled agreed with that Florida law. Yeah. So they they went so far. They they really pushed it too far. So streaming and all this is going to to undergo some massive changes. And you know, if YouTube was smart, they'd start embracing more. So they've been wanting to to suck the corporate dick forever. Mm-hmm. That's why they put well, they, you know, CNN they or Fox or They had such a good start too. Like they they come out with the um the, the karate kid thing and it looked like they were going to start and then they just like no nah, we're done with it we're we're going to we're going to kiss CNN because because they, they can't they cannot even that I mean Karate Kid was good but really other than that what's the other show that they had that was yeah I don't can know you even I, name I, one no I just thought that that would be like that they would develop other stuff but apparently they and they either... th- to me they fell into that one they just got lucky yeah. with that one because they had a, a a known property and they had people who understood how to make that work. Um, and that could have been on any streaming service. Yeah, that's true. And they ended up losing it because they didn't know how to do this. Their bread and butter is like you and me. Yeah. That's their bread and butter is to encourage these, these more authentic streaming people that are talking about things from their heart, the passion that, that, that is, that is the thing that's going to make YouTube stand out from everybody else. And instead of encouraging that they are going after the dying legacy media, Yeah, be it, you know, movies or or um, you know, they they prop up the the corporate channels from CNN to even Fox News. It doesn't matter anything that's really corporate, and not even the news stuff. I mean, it could be you know the music stuff or oh, yeah. all all this is is all leftover stuff from the 20th century, quite frankly, and they should be encouraging and helping the small creators and getting them to be big because that's, what's different, new, subversive, and weird. And they're not, they, they're tolerating us. Yeah. They are not really embracing us like they should. And that's to their detriment because, you know, Netflix was just a new way of seeing a lot of old media. And now that Netflix has lost all the biggest name IPs. You know, they had all the Disney stuff for a long time. Yeah. Disney took it, right? And Paramount took the Star Treks. And NBC Peacock took uh, The Office and Friends, I think. Or maybe HBO Max took Friends. HBO Max, I think, yeah. But in any case, that's my point. They've all gotten taken. There's very little. I think they have some of the, the CW shows, and they're not going to have that for very long, because HBO's going to finally take those back. Um, not that anybody, I mean, those have People worn watch out that. There, well, yeah, those <laughs> worn out there. Welcome about four years ago. So, um, I think that they've. I just I don't know. I think they've got. Um, I, I think YouTube is is really making a terrible mistake here by not embracing this new way of. of I, to be honest with you, I watch more on YouTube than anything else. I do too. I I, I would say that when I'm not watching a movie. YouTube is probably yeah 98% of the video type content I watch in a day or you know or any given day or night because you know I watch stuff like well not so much movie stuff anymore but uh commentary stuff like uh that uh what's it Chado guy and uh, yeah. Rob Ager and then uh 
you know, different stuff. Well, there's a there's a, a comedy show, a comedy channel on there called Viva La Dirt League, who does skits three times a week. They're little four or five minute, you know, little things, but they're well produced. They're funny. They're far more entertaining and far funnier than anything that's coming out of legacy stuff. Um, I I like. I mean, there's these guys that are doing these weird little uh, CGI cartoons. There's this one mm. where the guy does nothing but Pac-Man running through these different rooms, like a game, and all the rooms are. It's just, it's silly and it's entertaining, and I like it. Uh, Red Letter Media, their shows are fun. Um, you know, I mean, who's talking about old movies like Best of the Worst the way they do? Um, with their little panel discussion and all that kind of stuff. A lot of fun. Uh, you got Tim Pool with it. Yeah, I love his long form discussions where he gets people in the studio. He won't do them over Skype or Zoom. Yeah. He gets people in the studio and they talk face to face and they just they just have a two hour discussion delving into issues or, or topics of the day. And it's, yeah, if I watch a, a, a Tucker Carlson or something like that, just these little five minute segments where they they just talk about something in such a cursory soundbite way that you just yeah i, I can't take it anymore yeah and i like I tucker carlson but i can't watch the shows anymore yeah i don't watch it anymore yeah i'm saying i like him personally and, and he does some good stuff but like you i, I can't i, I mean fox care. fox is doing it right with their streaming because they're doing more long-form discussions and things like that they're doing stuff the documentaries and do you subscribe that, to that? I don't. I don't. Um, I would never pay for that, but I, I wouldn't either. But I mean, it seems like they are positioning it with the understanding that cable and satellite is going away. Yeah. The, the, the idea of you know, I, I keep thinking back to it, it's kind of funny. I was there's a. I know you're gonna roll your eyes at this, but there's an old Star Trek: The Next Generation episode where they find three people that were in chirogenic stasis from. The 20th century. Mm -hmm. And they were in space because that's where you put people who are frozen, right? <laughs> of course. It's much easier to get them out of space than, you know, yeah. in that room over there. It's the safest place that you can I possibly I can't imagine why not. <laughs> so they they unfreeze them. And the one guy, he was like a country music singer or something. It was really cornball. They they were caricatures except for the the woman who was like just a, a nice lady who, whose husband just couldn't deal with the fact that she died. Mm. Um, but the but the country music guy is like, well, what's on the boob tube? And Dave's like, oh, you mean television. I'm sorry, but that form of entertainment died out in the early 21st century. Now, 1987, I'm thinking, come on. <laughs> television <laughs> yeah. is good. You know, people are going to want to watch stuff. But now as we get closer and closer, I'm beginning to realize television as we know it or as we knew it for 60, 70 years is going away. For sure. Um, I mean, only boomers really watch it. I'm, I'm Gen X. Uh, you know, you would think, because I grew up with television, but I just don't watch live TV anymore. I don't either, man. And I was there, you know, like you, Gen X, sitting in front of the giant floor mile TV, one channel at a time for that. Now go back. <laughs> you, know? you remember, you turn it on and you wait like yeah. four days for the actual picture up. to come on the tube. <laughs> yeah. You just watch Slowly. the little rainbow bullshit in the middle for a bit. Don't you love it when you were like late to watch something that you really wanted to see and you get home and you turn it on and it's already started and you had to wait like 10 minutes for it to, <laughs> to warm, warm up. up. <laughs> and you're like hearing it and you're like, oh, I just missed the best part. I know. I mean, it was and, and and it was so consistent. Like every Saturday, you knew Love Boat, Fancy Island. Yeah. Every Saturday night for like eight years, which when you're 
10 years old, that's a long time. That's like, you know, 80% of your life. So it felt, everything felt more consistent and long lived back then. And, you know, they say, well, the numbers they used to get on shows was amazing. Nobody gets that anymore. It's like, yeah, nobody gets that anymore because you have so much choice now. Yeah. You're not going to get, nobody's going to get those kinds of numbers anymore, except for a live event that people are still, NFL is the only thing that's keeping keeping live tv alive remember how they freaked out over vcr oh they're going to record these and and oh watch them later yeah Yeah, oh it's going to kill yeah they like really even mr rogers had to come on and defend how old were you when you uh, when you got your uh first vcr Uh, oh we didn't get ours till because my dad was horribly cheap but we didn't get one till like 84 and i know they were out a few years before that but that was about the first few years where they really started coming down to be affordable in general yeah i think about 80 i'd say about 84 85 same with us we we had we had the vcr that had yes it did have a digital readout and it was cable ready which meant that you could program the 13 channels to one of the 50 channels that came in through your cable if you didn't have a box but you had to pick you had to pick the the top 13 channels that you wanted if you wanted to use the VCR to, to record channels. We didn't even get 13 channels when by the, even when we got the first VCR, I think we only got like four channels. Well, I mean, if you're getting it over the air, you would only get the four channels, right? Well, we didn't have, uh, yeah, know, but if you had cable, like even our cable only had like 27 or 28 channels. It was nothing. Yeah. And most of it was crap, but, and then we had a, uh, corded remote, you know, with a, with a oh, 25 yeah. foot cord. Strip, you know? <laughs> Uh, with a little headphone jack to to make to stick in there for the remote, um, oh yeah, and it was it was a front loader though that was a big deal because then you yeah. could stick it in a thing and it wouldn't get banging on the uh, on the your little entertainment center shelf it wouldn't be banging on the roof of that yeah the, we had before the VCR we had the um, it it was not the beta it was the one with the the big like the size the, of a vinyl record they the called the, it oh you're talking about laserdisc. No, it was not Laserdisc. It was a you you put it in, and it looked like it was an album, like a record album cover. And you put it in, and like part of it oh, slid out yes. of the way. Yes, I did. And I cannot remember the name of it for nothing. A guy. So again, one of my YouTube channels called Technology Connections, and he he goes through all these, like a lot of history of some a lot of old stuff. And he did talk about that. It was a disc player of some sort, but it was yeah, like they an were analog huge. disc. Yeah, they were big. They were like this big. It was really weird. And, it didn't, it and, didn't last and very you had long. To, you had to take it out and flip it over about halfway through any movie. Yeah. Laserdisc was the same way because the Laserdisc was essentially a CD that was 12 inches wide instead of four. I never I never did have a Laserdisc. Even I didn't I, either. It was expensive back then. Yeah, but, I mean, it, it didn't. It wasn't like it was. I mean, DVD was the first one that actually did a enhanced definition, 720 by yeah. 480p or whatever whatever the width was i think but um you know high definition didn't come until you had 720 lines and dvd couldn't do that um you had to you know we had to get up to blu-ray and then enhance it now everything you just buy it digitally or you download it digitally through absolutely 100 percent legal means of course um and uh, which is what I do. I store it all on a server yeah. because I like I like the I like the uh, what's that shit? I, I like the ease of use. Okay, I like the convenience. Like being lazy is what you mean yes. to say. 
I'm a very lazy man. <laughs> I like being able to to you know watch just it on my for, phone, just watch for it context. when I'm not here, not there. Just for context, I should listeners and watchers should know that I sent Yoda a screenshot of a screener link and password, and he complained at me that he had to retype it into his search bar himself instead of just clicking on a link. Yeah, well, what am I, goddamn kid, man? <laughs> Why are you taking a picture of it? Just co- copy and paste the link. Jesus Christ. Who does that? It was on it was Chad, on Instagram. I, who's right here, okay? <laughs> if you're going to give a link, why don't you just copy and paste the link? You take a screenshot of it and then paste the screenshot. I Who have the fuck very, does that? I have a very good reason for why I did that. And that reason is I was too lazy to type it out myself and send it to you. So Did they send it to you as a picture? No, no. She sent it to me in Instagram uh, DM, and then and you so. couldn't you couldn't cut and paste the the actual words from the Instagram. Well, not from my phone. To yes, you can. Sl- well, I don't know how to do that. Oh God, I I I think I need a judge's ruling on this one, chat. Um, um yeah, we, we'll talk about that movie. Which yeah, it's a great movie. Was despite, a huge anything let down. you say. No, it's a masterpiece. Given given how much you talk that up, I was shocked at how you just don't get it, man. I don't. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that was part of the problem. What's happening? I don't know. The camera might be. One... I think. I think the cam. What What are you gonna do for this camera shot? Well, what I want you to do is I want you to take the camera and I want you to give it a twist as you throw it up in the air for forty seconds. Well, don't ruin. It. You're going to talk people out of it before they even get a chance to see it. Now, um, Phil will agree with me that it's a it's a great movie. But I, one thing I the you're, tra- you're going to bring official... the English guy on your side. I don't yeah, think this yeah. is helping your case. I think that the trailer, the official trailer now that's out, is doing a little bit of a. I think they're making a mistake because they're they're advertising it. The trailer uh, spins it as a straight up horror movie, and it is not. It is a com- would, even though you dislike it, would you agree that it's more of a comedy horror I comedy? Was, I was laughing. Yeah. I don't know if it was intentional or not. The things I was laughing at. Well, but um, your bad sense of humor aside, oh, you can see. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. You'd agree though. You could agree though that it, shots the, fired. The main it's obviously meant to be, you know, not a straight up horror movie. I I was, yeah. I mean, I can't I can't say I was scared or anything. My 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 issue with it is that I had too much trouble trying to figure out what the fuck was going on on the screen. I mean, I can't get the joke if I don't know exactly what's happening, or yeah. if I don't know. I, I need some clarity in what I'm looking at. We we should stop talking about because we're not we're not even saying what it is, and we and I know that if you, uh, George will want to talk about it quite all a right, bit all here right. when we get so closer, we will. So. This is your teaser. We will save this yeah, for yeah. next time. Yeah, um, we'll see what George thought. Um, but he loves it. I t- he, I mean, he's okay. interviewing the star with me. So well, I mean, he's typically wrong. So it's you know that's not <laughs> you you, you have you're the, same... the disappointment here. I gotta tell oh. you. <laughs> That's what my dad always said. <laughs> you get that too, huh? Uh, <laughs> uh, you what? What movie are we talking about? We will we will discuss it when George is here. That is your tease. You'll have well, to come I, to the next stream, yeah. or do you want to say it? I don't know. It, it dash cam, and it's dash coming cam. out June third, and it's a it's a comedy horror. And then there was a there was a dash cam from last year, and it's not the same movie. That one actually got fairly good reviews, and I'm going to watch it because it it looks like it actually 
You're just gonna watch. You're just gonna spot watch it now, so you can say like, "Oh, the other one is better." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I thought that was implied. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry that we were being vague about it, but it's it is. I thought it. I it was my number one favorite movie last year. Like I had that much fun with it. I get maybe if I had known going in that was more of a comedy, I might have. I yeah. might have. I think a better that, mindset, but I tell you, I just was not. You're not even a horror movie kind of guy. Anyway. I'm not. That's part of the problem. And then the other thing is, is that it just wasn't. It wasn't as obvious, or it wasn't. I, I wasn't clear. I just wasn't clear on what I was watching half of the time. And that's yeah. you know, if you have bad camera work and you can't get the context of the scene, it's just not going to land. And that was my problem. I I, th- I did not think I had no such trouble following. So I don't know. I think maybe you need to, if you can force yourself to to give it a second try. Yeah, there was times like where? How do you get there? How, why is he here now? Where did he come from? Yeah. Oh, she's here now. What? What? Yeah. Whose well, camera uh, am I watching here? Wait a minute. Who's streaming what? I don't know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. I, it's yeah. You're making it sound terrible. <laughs> yeah, you, you you don't seem to be refuting any of those well, things. Wanna, you're just saying, well, no, you're making I, it sound bad. It's like, I, yeah, are any well, of those things I, I, mean, I don't, I don't want to like piss it all out on the ground before we have a chance to get on with George because he really wants to talk about it bad too. And I don't want to like us like, oh, sorry, we were going to talk about it, George, but you know, me and Yoda decided to just uh, go on about it for an hour last week. So we're just gonna we're gonna move on. Sorry about that, buddy. So, He's asking, Maddox asking about Shaun of the Dead. Now, Shaun of the Dead is a fantastic horror comedy. Oh, yeah, man. That's a great movie. Yeah. I, I love that one up and down. So Yeah. So Dash Cam is made by, it's it's a very independent, small budget movie. And it's and I don't know if you ever heard of the, the rock band Giant Drag and the, 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 the principal of that band and singer is a, is a girl named Annie Hardy. And she stars in this movie, but, you know, basically is like a slightly heightened version of her real self. And uh, it's very funny because she's a she she in the movie she's like a a, a, a IRL YouTube streamer and she goes to her friends in England that she's that's in the band with her because she's all it's kind of a weird mix of her real life with this sort of uh, you know false or not false but like you know alternate world reality and so she goes to visit an old friend and. Uh, she ends up picking up this strange woman and like an Uber, Uber ride taxi kind of thing. And things go wrong. Cause this woman's all weird and she's got horror movie, you know, demon powers and things go out of whack and she's trying to make it through the night. And it's very funny because she's very, there's a lot of it is, is comedical. It's like, and she's very abrasive in this movie. Like she's meant to be, unlikable like all of her friends just tolerate her kind of person much like me and my friends and (laughs) (laughs) it's very funny it's a lot of fun if you go into it knowing that it's a horror comedy it's you'll enjoy it a lot more but the trailer that the official trailer released for it dash cam you can see it on youtube uh it doesn't I, i think it makes a mistake it 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 make it would make you think that it's a straight up you know paranormal activity kind of uh Horror movie, and it's not. Yes, if we are in the movie. I'm the guy on the bike. No. <laughs> I'm the mud hole that you'll see about halfway through on the side of the road. Um, I, I, so wait, you, you didn't think at least the part where she's got that, 
what is it, Trump shirt or, or, or something libs, and that woman gets killed, and she, she lays it over. You didn't think, like, that that kind of stuff was hilarious? I guess, like, well, okay? was that what she, see, that's the problem. I didn't get that that's what she laid on her face, that it was that Trump shirt or something. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that was the problem. It, like, it's found footage. Call it by any other name, it's a found footage yeah, movie. Found and that's footage. my problem with this because oh. found footage movies do a terrible job of, sure. of letting you, of, of, of getting you to understand what is going on so that you can understand the point of what they're doing. If it's just yeah. spinning camera in the air, that's all you it's, see, it's fucking, it, it's yeah. impossible it, to follow. It's very much an Evil Dead 2 type comedy horror. Uh, uh, well, no. I, we can argue whether it's as good as that. Yoda obviously doesn't think it is, but it is that kind of, oh, you know. I never question what I was seeing on the screen with Evil Dead too. I could just enjoy. Yeah. It. Anyway, the it's done. She's live streaming. I guess she she did do this during the pandemic. This yeah. is her response to just having something to do during the pandemic. I mean, I can respect that. Well, I don't think that it was like, what what can we do? I'm bored. But it was done during the pandemic because I was watching her. I had no idea that she was doing this movie, but she was doing that band car during the pandemic every night and they probably obviously took her best takes and put it in the movie. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. The, the, the movie wasn't long. I don't think it was an hour... Yeah, 15 minutes short, yeah and like 15 short. minutes of it was the credits of her just just riffing yeah which is pretty funny you gotta admit that was kind of entertaining yeah that was fun yeah. um she's she's riffing on all the the names of the like they have the chat always going down in the corner that part i kind of liked all those people that are chatting and people are saying oh it's fake you know it, it's, yeah, it, yeah. it looked like what people would do in this guy's situation i like it she's like running for a laugh and you're like show tits yeah i that <laughs> That I loved. I I'll admit that part I really loved, um, but there were times in the movie where it's like they forgot to do that. <laughs> and it just went dead for a while, yeah. and then. Um, uh, but I, I yep. don't know. I I just I just had trouble getting. I watched the whole thing. I guess that's something. Yeah, I guess. And it was like I said, it was barely an hour long. It could barely be considered a movie. <laughs> I liked it. Is she is she really is she like a real Trump supporter, an anti-Trump uh, supporter? Or? She is not. No, she's no. Uh, she is. Um, she's very much like Alex Jones. I, she's not an overt Trump supporter that I can but she's tell. Not, she's not woke then. Oh God, no. She is about as far from. No, she's okay. like us, but she's more. I couldn't. I couldn't could, see. That was my other problem. It's like, is she trying to make fun of Trump people no, she's or not is making, she on the side? No. And it could have gone either way for me. And that, that, that was my problem. It's like, I can't tell exactly what, what she's trying to, whether no, no, this no, is no. satire, or whether this is, she's actually meaning these things. No, I, she, she is just like a, that you see her on there as far as like her, the way she, I guess you could call it politics, it's probably just her plus two. It just yeah. amped up a little. Uh, probably a little bit more played up that she's like, oh, I'm a big Trump swore. But no, she. if you watch her stuff and follow her and stuff, she is, um, you know, like she's on there and uh, ranting about Fauci and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I mean, the, I, the I honestly could have taken it either way as a caricature of a Trump supporter or an actual... Right. Or yeah, whatever I, you want to call it, non-mainstream. I mean, she had the MAGA hat, so I'm going to guess Trump supporter. But I think that she they just played it up and made her a little bit more abrasive to pr probably because um, they 
they probably thought it would be very funny to do that. And they'd like a certain members of the audience would be like, Oh yeah, those people are so, you know, and uh, yeah, well that's, I guess my problem is, is like, if you got to do one way or the other, then go for it. But it was yeah, kind of so in between. I was like, I don't know if she's, if she's yeah, satirizing or if she's right. Yeah. yeah it is, it, that is, if you don't know anything about her or follow her at all, you would, it's, it, it's absolutely I would 100% say like people will take a look at that and go oh this is a satire of Trump tards uh, but the weird thing about it is, is she's pretty close to that so it's weird it was a weird maybe she's like no this is this is you don't yeah uh, yeah she's pretty close to that like if you like I said if you go to her Instagram and Facebook and so watch you're saying she actually is a Trump tard I don't think she's a Trump tart. She's more of a, I would call her more of a Rand Paul tart, if anything, you know. I mean, I can, re- again, I. I mean, I'm a Rand Paul tart myself. So well, yeah. That's I not mean, a negative. I didn't mean that I, as a negative. I, I'm, all, I'm all about, you know, just go away, government. You suck at everything and yeah. uh, leave it at that. But it's it's still, I, that that was that was the problem. I, I don't know what, what it was. If it was a horror comedy, it didn't lean into the comedy enough. It was supposed to be horror. It didn't lean into the horror enough. If she was satirizing Trump people, it wasn't enough. If she was on the side of Trump people, it wasn't enough. I think that's probably where I'm leaning into this because I like I can't. I don't know what the voice of this movie is, and it, and if I don't know the people in it, and if I don't have that context that you did, right? Then I can I'm going that. to have yeah. I'm going other people are going to have the same problems that I did. Yeah, I, I can see that because it, it, if you don't know anything about her, it's very it would. I mean, it would be easy to go like, "Oh, this is a satire of those of those people." Yeah, you know? I mean, it's like it's like watching Galaxy Quest and not being a Star Trek fan. I think the tip off though is that she's not treated as an imbecile. You know what I mean? Like she's well, I better be careful. Or I'll end up spoiling it, but I mean, you could agree like she's not made. To be a complete, you know. No, like I'm not saying that Hollywood she was, but that's my po- that's my yeah. point. Right. Because she wasn't, they're not leaning into the Trump satire enough. And if she was, then they're not making. She was not being serious enough, to, or or reasonable enough to be for. Well, the people be, that lean that way, the anti woke, yeah. if you want to call well, it. But, so I'm kind of like, like some of the things she said it was just like, she, she, you're just being ridiculous. And I'm like, and I'm trying to understand, okay, what are you, if you're just trying to be a comedy, it wasn't funny enough. I mean, that's, that's my, none of it was enough to be any one thing. That's yeah. my problem. Yeah, it, it, I can see what you're saying there, because, you know, you could tell it's the case of like, oh, let's do this, but let's couch it and, satire because we all don't want to be canceled in our movie career you know the the director ruined forever for coming out as being sort of a you know as a as a anti-vaccine type or something as yeah this guy. but then so it wasn't it was, satirical enough so then i go i i just i i couldn't latch on to anything it was my favorite movie of last year i think it's i again i'm gonna say that's because you have more of a yeah. history with these people in this band that I don't. And that's, yeah, I think that's, I think that's a big a, difference. That's a fair, I think that's fair, but, but, but George had no idea of any of this and he loved it. So I don't yeah, know. Yeah, But again, he's British and we all know his taste. So. <laughs> well, the movie takes place in Britain. He's so. probably watching right now. Go for you <laughs> fucking animals. I'm gonna... <laughs> uh, that's what happens when you don't come on, you know, yeah, you, get that's, shit talk. That's, you miss, you miss meetings, man. It's going to happen. So, okay. So I think we've, 
talked enough about heavy metal and uh do you do you well, want to uh, talk uh, about fifth element yeah yeah that's what i was getting ready to say we forgot because it is the 25th anniversary this year it is i cannot believe it's been that and in some ways it feels like it's been longer than that but in other times yeah I'm... it was you know i watched it not that long ago and it's it's not a um I mean, in in the end, it's pretty much a very simple action adventure movie. Yeah, it's it's all the production design and weirdness that kind of makes it stand out. Right. Um, and of course, Gary Oldman. Of Gary course, Oldman is, and uh, is should have been an Oscar winner for that. Oh, but Chris Tucker. Oh. <laughs> that is Chef's kiss. <laughs> that you know, kind of ruins think, the movie for me. Really, he, though, Chris he is, Tucker. He is so annoying that yeah. he actually somehow comes back around to entertaining. Yeah. The first time you watch it, you'll hate him and hate that part. But it, I rewatched it. You're like, you know what? It's so. He ridiculous. somehow grows on you. I don't know how. I don't know how because that is there's no reason that shouldn't be the jar jar of that movie. And yet, yeah. I think it's I think it's when like he's uh, just lying to the stewardess. Yeah. And ends up bagging her just before they go into light speed. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's stuff like that that kind of makes it work. And in the end, he's like, he's trying. Yeah, you know, he wants <laughs> to help. Yeah. yeah, in the end, he wants to help. He's trying. He sucks at it, but he's he's doing his best. His heart's in the right place, and I think it kind of makes you forgive all the insanity. Yeah, and he also he, reacts like completely normal, just like one boy goes, "What the hell?" You know, he, he does that <laughs> yeah. jump thing. Where he's like, "I can't believe all this is just happening." You know, like everybody, anybody would probably normally react that way. So he's, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I can put up with him because there's no earthly reason why I should like him at all, but I do. The um, only part of the movie that I really hate and is the 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 singer when she gets up there and goes through that whole thing. It's really? like, I like too that. long. It's too long. I don't care. It's, you know? I, maybe it's because the song is so well done. It's good. Yeah. And it's, and then they intercut it with, uh, Lilou f- kicking the shit out of all those, uh, uh, orcs, yeah. space orcs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Space orcs. Yeah. Um, you know what the, you know what the, you know what, how you know that movie is so ancient. Is they made it back in a time when they didn't just immediately make a sequel to it. They never did. Yeah, I, did, did <laughs> I mean, it do? Did, was it? A, I mean, I I thought it was I a success. I, I thought it was a blockbuster hit too. I don't know if it was a blockbuster, but I, I mean, it's very it, well regarded nowadays, and yeah, so assumed. And and Luke Besson has not been able to do anything close. All of his movies sort of have the same feel, don't they? Did you see his um, one he did a few years ago uh, with Dane DeHaan? And it's mm-hmm. like they're space cops and all of the... Like there's a space station that kept growing and growing and growing. Oh, yeah. like this. Some It's based on some kind of beloved young adult novel or something. Something like that. Yeah, and, he, yeah. and, he, and it like from a visual standpoint it's it's pretty good from yeah. a story standpoint it sucks yeah Where, it bombed didn't it like it did it bombed pretty bad so yeah the budget was 90 million it made 263 million well that's pretty good for back then though wasn't it yeah. wait a minute you talking about the fifth element the fifth element 
Yeah, yeah. Well, that was pretty good back then. It was the most expensive European film ever made and remained the highest grossing French film at the International Box Office until the release of The Untouchables in 2011. So, good 15 years. The Untouchables? I've never even heard of that one. Intouchables. Into- well, I've certainly never heard of that one either. I have not either. That's a French film. No. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Didn't he? He directed Le- uh, the professional too, didn't he? he yeah, he did. Um, I'll, I'd I'll... rather talk about that. <laughs> Everyone, <laughs> another Gary Oldman masterpiece. Yes, it is. Uh, Gary Oldman is one of those guys. It's like, like this is the same guy that was in the fifth, the Fifth Element, the Professional, and Air Force One. And, and was don't uh, even look like the same Winston guy. Churchill. Was Winston, I mean, the guy just there, there's no other guy that I've actor I've seen that could just meld into a role, even with limited amount of makeup or something mm-hmm. like him in Fifth Element. I just cannot believe that's the same guy. That I know it's crazy. Commissioner but... Gordon, you know, I know it's nuts, but his his work. Let's see. Valerian and a city Valerian. of a thousand planets. Yeah. What a that name probably killed that movie just as much as anything. And then he did that one um, a few years ago called Lucy. I saw that one with uh, Scarlett Johansson. Judy. Yeah, yeah. Where she uh, she began Becomes, using a hundred percent of her brain and yeah, from some drug overdose. Yeah, that that old trope. Yeah, that old chestnut. Um, Arthur three on the rocks. No, this is um, Arthur and the Invisibles. It's like a CGI thing. But he did three of those, 2006 to 2010. Fifth Element. He did The Messenger, the story of Joan of Arc. Oh, yeah. That's when he was dating, uh, what's her name? She cast her in that. In 1999, that was, uh, oh, yeah, it was Mila Jovovich. Yeah. Mila completely naked in Fifth Element. Yeah. Uh. Leon Atlantis in nineteen ninety one, A World Beyond Worlds. Just a documentary. Uh La Femme Nikita. Oh, that's a great now that's a great movie. The original in nineteen ninety. Yeah. Um something called The Big Blue uh Subway in nineteen eighty five. The Big Blue Subway? No. Two oh, different the Big movies. Blue and, Oh okay. I'd watch the Big Blue Subway, but I'm not gonna watch <laughs> A movie with either of those separate names. Big Blue Subway. <laughs> it's, it's a sequel to the Big Big Yellow School Bus. <laughs> big Yellow Submarine. The beat, yeah. But yeah, I mean, his he did one in nineteen in twenty nineteen called Anna with Jesus. Luke Evans. And... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh wait a minute, is that the one about the girl that gets tra- trained to be like a killer? Or am I thinking of something else? A young you know Russian what? beauty, victim of domestic abuse, will do anything to escape the life she's trapped in. She reluctantly accepts an offer by a KGB agent, and then she does a year of trade to work as an yeah, assassin. Yeah. Did you know that Luke Evans is gay? I just recently learned that. Uh, no, but I'm not surprised. He's definitely not Milo Yiannopoulos. He's like the legit gay. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's gay and then there's queer, right? Yeah. You know, gay is like, just, as far as you can tell, he's a regular dude. He just likes guys. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't 
he doesn't make his sexual identity the center of his life. Yeah, and then there's then there's the queers who are very effeminate, and everything is about being gay, and being gay is the most important thing they, yeah, they like, are or ever will be. Like 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 uh, not George Lucas. Yes. <laughs> very flamboyant, over the top. Yes. Light on the light on the yes. uh, what are they called? light on the heels as they say in England. Yes. You know he's made a lot of movies, but I can't say I've seen many Luke Besson movies after no, that list. I haven't either. Like I said, I saw his Valerian and I saw Fifth Element, Leon, a couple others maybe, but uh, I don't know. I mean, I'd say Fifth Element is probably his most successful, if if anything else. His that was definitely his high water mark. Leon was pretty good. I mean, that's a good movie, but it wasn't like it didn't approach like blockbuster, like Fifth Element. Fifth Element was definitely aimed to be like a summer blockbuster. Would you, would you agree with that? Yeah. Clearly, he was aiming for that sort of mega action Hollywood blockbuster. Got and Bruce you know, Willis. It, it works. I mean, it has the right amount of comedy in it. Um, I like when they, the the general, the guy that was uh, played a, a a replicant in Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. Um, what was his name? Uh, Brian Brian James. Yeah, and he stuck him in the refrigerator, and froze his yeah. ass. <laughs> like, I'll take the job. I was like, first I thought he was dead. He just, I did too. I yeah. thought he was dead, and then he's 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 there later. Thaw, in the, I guess he thaws out. Yeah. He thaws out, so he's okay. You know who should make a remake of his ailment? Michael Bay. Oh, Jesus think about God. that. Think about that. I don't want to think about that. <laughs> Imagine how much more exciting it would be. Or he could have, um, oh, who did Dune? What's his name? Um, why can't I remember anything ever? Oh, you're talking about the recent Dune or the old Dune? Michael Lynch or the... Um, uh, Denny uh, Villeneuve. Dylan, v- yeah. Villeneuve. That would be an interesting fifth. Oh, yeah. It would be... Oh, I don't know. You know, I love his movie, Villeneuve's movie. He, I, I think he's great. He's but not somebody, exactly a comedic director. Yeah, yeah. He, I don't think Chris Rock, he's not the kind of guy I imagine casting Chris Rock. <laughs> it, would, it, it would be Daniel Day-Lewis. He'd just be. He <laughs> <laughs> would just be uh, just extraordinarily. Um, what very you, dour. Yeah, just yeah. dour as hell. <laughs> Just uh, hell. And the, but the it's weird just... thing is, he'd still look like Chris Rock in the first movie. <laughs> he'd have the big, he'd have the big thing coming out. He's like, "Welcome to Ruby Rod's new show. <laughs> How are you doing today? We have the new Ruby Rod. What do you say there, Corbin Dallas? <sighs> yeah, it's like, oh God, <laughs> kill me. <laughs> I'd watch I that. drink your milkshake, Corbin Dallas. <laughs> Oh, I, I saw, speaking of uh, Villeneuve movies, you know, he did Sicario, and I saw that they've started production on Sicario 3. Did you like those uh, Sicario I, I think the first one is a masterpiece. Yeah, it's great. Um, there is that scene in the traffic jam. Oh, it's the best part of the movie, yeah. It is, if you ever dissect that scene, and I, I can't say that I'm the one who figured this out. I think it was Cinefix or something like that, but... It is it is perfectly timed, maybe to the frame, of, you know, look at her in the car, look at these guys, look at the people up front, 
Look at her in a car. Look at yeah. And it keeps it keeps cutting it in half, like every scene, so that it, it speeds up, speeds up, gets tenser and tenser, and things are happening mm. until finally it everybody starts shooting, right? Yeah. And it's it's just it's so masterfully put together those kinds of moments. He does a great job with that kind of stuff. And uh, I I did he do Sicario too? I I want to say no. He, he didn't. Did. No, he didn't direct it. Yeah, and I don't recall that the second one was really all that great. It's very much a middle story, you know, and it leaves with obviously you know a hook for a third one. It's okay, but it does not have the same. You know, it doesn't have. The it's impact. not the. Yeah, it's not the same as the first one. It, it, even though the director really tries to uh, ape Villeneuve's style in that. Yeah. I I Villeneuve has a has a a talent to his craft that I think is why his movies are such a cut above. Mm-hmm. Um and, and and yet they don't they don't make tons and tons of money, which is a shame. It is, man. I've been saying that. It's a shame that because people it's just like the new Blade Runner, they're like, Ooh, man, it's a masterpiece it's now. It's great. And it's um it is long and it's not something I'm gonna turn on even as readily as I would turn on the original Blade Runner, just because it's it's such a three hour investment or three and a half hour investment. Let me, but let me let's make it on a tangent here. Which cut of the original? I'm gonna tell you right up front my favorite cut. But which what is your favorite cut of the original Blade Runner? Mine is the theatrical cut. I love the narration. I love the private eye narration, and I like the ending. But I know a lot of people don't. Um. You know, I just don't have a, a huge, you know, religious fervor to one cut or the other. I, mm-hmm. I think, you know, all things being equal, because Harrison Ford purposely did such bad line readings of those those voiceovers. He says he didn't. He says he didn't do it on purpose. Uh, if if he wasn't on purpose, they're still bad. I would I like, like to. I would like to hope that they were on purpose because they just they're just awkward. Yeah. Terminators are back. I like it though. I I, 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 I think I prefer it. I, I think part of the reason I prefer it without it because it's it lets you just kind of explore the world a little bit more without having somebody tell you what's going on. I like um, the but it I like how it gives the noir detect you know, the old yeah, detect. I, mean, I like really the film noir. I can understand why you might like that, but I, I just I'm for that movie, I just prefer it without it, and I think I prefer uh, the more ambiguous ending. Uh, that's what that's that's the thing that kills it for me is I do not like the ambiguous ending. I, I do because it's just what? you got to. Okay, so they put is he a replicant? Is he not a replicant? You need to make I up your it, own mind. I, I don't know. I just I the movie it itself. Kills- go, go ahead. I think it ruins the point of the movie for Deckard to be a replicant. So and I don't, I, I so don't my, like that he, I don't yeah, like I, that he ret, ret, retconned that to be a replicant. Yeah. But I'm just saying that the, the happy ending in, in this whole gritty, nasty movie that you've just watched is just too shiny of a bow on the whole thing for me. It doesn't, it doesn't work in the context of the rest of the movie. Yeah, that's I, probably I, true, I think but I don't... If I, I had I, to I, pick, if I had to pick, I would say leave out the unicorn thing, Yeah, but just have them walk out the door. Uh, yeah, that's how it should have ended, was the just uh, 
They just leave, and you don't know what happens to yeah. them. You don't see them in a car in a green field. Because you're, you're, you're led to believe that the Earth is kind of a shithole. Right. And then Not they somehow the find... Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I don't know if anybody watching this knows this or not, but that that ending footage is unused Stanley Kubrick footage from uh, The Shining. Yeah. That, yeah. But getting the replicant thing, though, I, it's so stupid to me that because that's a, a, a subject or a theme that Ridley Squat got obsessed with later is like, oh, the the the. But it, it defeats. Yeah, the he, pulled, he pulled the unicorn footage from Legend. Yeah. The Tom Cruise movie. So, I mean, it's like. And why a unicorn? I don't know why. There's no, <clears throat> yeah. You know, because that's the footage that he had that would be abstract enough. That was the only reason. And yeah, the yeah, fact Dick, that the guy made a paper unicorn. So whatever. Dacre, yeah, Dacre being a replicant defeats the whole purpose. The 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 point that Batty saves him at the end to prove that you know that yeah. they become more human than the humans actually. So if he just saved another robot, and then a robot fell in love with another, it's it's just fucking. I hate Ridley Squat so much now <laughs> at the, nowadays. You know. He did a lot of good work. I he mean, did, but he's lost it, and he's lost it. But that's happened. I mean, that happened to George Lucas, right? Uh, yeah, I know. Kind of has happened to Spielberg in some ways. Oh, for sure. It's uh, a long time ago. Spiel- Spielberg is just interested in making, you know, important historical. Yeah. Heavy. Heavy, you know, dramas, that, you know. I don't want to be remembered as the guy that made some of the greatest movies of the 70s and 80s. That's not enough. I've got to be remembered as this this serious almost documentarian style feel I get fucked you got kind of <laughs> you know? you got to give uh cameron credit you know he's made like four or five movies they're all pretty damn good and he hasn't mm-hmm. really i mean yes he's gotten way up his own ass but he's been like that from the very beginning so but it hasn't still, really changed yeah, much yeah <laughs> exactly and he still kind of makes these big crowd pleasers yeah you know whether whether you agree that they're quality or not, he still shoots for the moon when it comes to like big ideal crowd. Ble- Has he ever made a bad movie? Like, yeah, I, I think Avatar I mean, is a bad movie. Yeah, it is, but I mean, he's never really made one that technically is bad. You know, no, from like, a technical standpoint, I mean, yeah. Avatar was a- Avatar was by far a movie that uh, was the greatest 3D I've ever seen. Absolutely. And the, the, yeah. it started this whole 3D craze that I, I'll i never forgive him for because I had to go in and watch half of these movies with these stupid glasses on because I couldn't get the one that didn't have the glasses. I just put them on over top of my these. It's not so much. I just I don't want to watch it in 3D. I just don't want to watch a movie in 3D. I'll, uh, I'll, unless you I... specifically, specifically shoot it and make it and design yeah. it the way Cameron did. And yeah, most that's of them the didn't do that. They just They just... Yeah. converted it later and it looked yeah, like I don't, shit. I don't like that yeah i don't mind it though i don't i don't really have a i can't come down on it one way or the other strongly i guess so i just you know movies are a specific medium that is designed in a very specific way people shoot the the shots in a 2d format you're a, you're a window into a world you know yeah and you, the story is being played out in a window if you want 3d you need to start making holodecks that's how you do stories. Video games are the closest yeah. thing we have to that, right? Yeah, First-person shooters or something like that. <laughs> because that's how you're going to do a true 3D story. Or, a true, you know, it's got to be immersive. It's got to be, you know, like a Star Trek holodeck. A movie is, it's like a book. I don't need tons of pictures in a book. Now, a comic book, that's a different deal, or a graphic novel. But, I mean, if I'm reading a book, you know, it's written a certain way because you don't have 
visuals. And so yeah. you're using the prose and you're using the vocabulary and you're using words to illustrate and, and to build a mind picture for you um, that you can, that will be different for anybody that reads it, right? A movie has a certain way of being and music has a certain way of being. And these, these, these medians don't translate very well into different, dimensions i guess from 2d to 3d or you know that kind of stuff video games are their own deal too that's the only one where you can do virtual reality because you have to be interactive in it yeah i don't know man i the the for big dumb marvel blockbusters i i I like the 3d just fine now i'm not gonna go watch like no country for old men in 3d but you know what i mean i got milkshake all over me yeah uh i don't i don't like the the uh i i just the movie is a picture on a wall, a moving you know picture I, on know, a wall, you know and it's it's designed that way. And trying to futz with the technical, with with three D and everything, it, it has worked. Avatar, it can work, but in general, it doesn't. And it's it's you're taking yeah. people who are, who are, they're movie makers, so they're desi- they have a certain mindset on how they shoot movies and everything because that's all they've done. So when you try to put them in 3D, it never comes across very well. And only a James Cameron, who is really much more of a technical guy, judging by the script of Avatar, than he <laughs> is a, a storyteller. He's He understands the visual nature of, of cinema. Yeah, um, Avatar was more like a theme park ride. It was. You know, 3D, you know, because it was very lame, dumb story, but the, the whole thing was going through the you know, the yeah. visual experience of I, it. They call it Dances with Wolves in Space or Dances <laughs> with Smurfs or whatever. I'm yeah, like, on, you know, Dances with Wolves was a better movie, better put together movie than this was. Mm. This is just, this is just dumb. And now he's coming out with Avatar 2 and I guess he got a new screenwriter on it. So hopefully he, I, I think it's kind of interesting that Avatar is, is, you know, people are still talking about Marvel movies, which by the way, started before Avatar came out. Yeah. And um, it's still Star Wars and even Indiana Jones. And so many of these other movies are Ghostbusters. You can name them all, whether or not the new stuff is good or not. And obviously, we, we've all talked about that ad nauseum. But it's the, the properties are still part of the cultural zeitgeist. You, yeah. You know nobody about talks it. about Avatar. Nobody talks about Avatar. Yeah. Nobody gives a shit about Avatar because when you watch it on your phone or when you watch it even on your TV, it loses anything. Gesundheit. Yeah, thank you. Uh, it loses anything that it had. Yeah, it looks so from the theater and lame. And so then it has dull. to do. Then it has to exist on story. And story is crap. Yeah, it is crap. So I I don't. The lead actor too. I mean, what the Sam fuck Worthington? Up. Why everybody hates him? I don't. Yeah, it's oh, it's. I don't know why. I I guess. I guess because he's bland. He's pretty bland. But I mean, I don't think he's terrible. No, I don't think he's terrible. I mean, what what else has he been in? He reminds me of like. Well, he he was he was shoved into our faces, you know, the Clash of the Titans and some other stuff. Yeah, he was in that Terminator Salvation for like five years there. It was Sam Worthington. They tried to make him him a thing, and he was never a thing. And I don't know what he's doing now. Um, but I. I don't know. I mean, I he's I, I to some extent I think he gets a bad rap. I I think it's like he's fine if you put him in the right role. Yeah, he, he just like like as a side character or a supporting yeah. character, I think he'd be fine. 
tried to make him a leading man for some reason, and he just never had that charisma that a Tom Cruise or a Harrison Ford or Jack Courtney. Well, <laughs> that's another. He I think, always I think he's me. that. I think he is. They're brothers, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, they're interchangeable to me. I mean, say what you will about John Cena, and I've I got my big problems with him as a human being, but he's a charming actor. Does well. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's probably true. Uh, Peacemaker was never seen it. It's 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 good. Is it's it not, really? It's not great. It's yeah. got it's got some problems and. But it is, it is, when it's funny and when it's on, it is fantastic. Mm. Uh, but there's a times for me that the James Gunn-isms, kind of like Ugh. the Joss Whedon-isms, go too far. It's, you could do that fine in a two-hour, two-and-a-half-hour movie. On a six-episode or seven-episode, one-hour episodes each yeah. show, that shit starts getting old. You but, know, speaking of... Speaking of Gunn, uh, his recent uh, defense of Chris Pratt really makes me wonder about Chris Pratt. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, I think Gunn is fine. I think other than he, he's he's drank the Kool-Aid, and I think he's finally starting to understand. I think once he got canceled and then re-brought re up, I've noticed yeah. that he's quieted down on the whole cancel culture thing. When it came, when it came for him, then he started realizing. You yeah, know? yeah. And... So it, when he does the right thing, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick up for him. Well, that, like he, I said, he stuck on, up for Chris Pratt. Told yeah. told somebody to get fucked. Um, why don't you like him? Because he has a few things that you don't. You know what? He does a great job. I'm gonna stick up for my boy. Good for him. It, that's if you yeah, don't do the it, right thing, I'm gonna I'm gonna say well, good yeah, things it's about like, you. It's like I said on the website the other day. Out of all of his flaws, you know, disloyalty is not one of them. No. Apparently. And and you know the 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 pedo jokes that he made on Twitter a while back. Now, the reason why he got canceled because of those is because our side, I think it was Cernovich. Yeah, Cernovich, yeah. Decided to say, okay, if you're going to play the cancel culture, we're going to find your shit, and we're going to do it right back at you. Now, personally, I'm kind of of the opinion that, you know, eye for an eye, everyone ends up blind kind of thing. Mm. Um, I mean, so we got him canceled, but then he ended up coming back. But in the end, I, I understand pointing out the hypocrisy, you know. Yeah. I but but using that kind of weapon against them, just it doesn't. I don't know that it served any good purpose. It doesn't work on this case because everybody that matters that can affect their career is just like them, so it doesn't really pay off. You know what I mean? That's the that's the flaw with that. Not because I don't think that their own tactics should be used against them to teach them a lesson, but it's because, you know, it's like, oh, we're going to call out the hypocrisy of this far left kook. Well, everybody that matters to his career is also a far left kook that agrees with him. So it's. Oh, it, but they did. They did cancel him. Though. They but, took him yeah, off of Gallic Guardians, and then they brought him back. Still, yeah, it didn't take though. That's the thing. It was just for show for a, a, well, what, a month or two. I was a little longer than that, but I mean, I just, again, but that's kind of my point, I guess. In the end, what, what did we accomplish by using that tactic? Even if we got no. canceled for five minutes and, and if he stayed off and he didn't direct guardians of the galaxy three, would guardians of the galaxy three be better for it? I say no, probably not. So I mean, don't... what, who, who have we, what, what have we done 
that's worth I'm, the shit here. I mean, so the groomers at Disney won't be able to make a billion dollars off of Ga- Ga- you know Guardians of the Galaxy three. Yeah, it's, so it's like who, I, you know, it, it's that's, yeah, it's a I get that, man. It's all a complex tapestry. It's you know? that's too much. It's, I, some days I think it's just too much. It's like much. okay, but if you hurt this guy, then you hurt this guy, and then this guy gets you know screwed. But we don't like this guy. And then Kevin Bacon somehow works into this. Yeah. And uh, like okay, you know, it's just so complex. How about we just let everybody talk? Hey, thank you, Elon. Yeah. <laughs> just let everybody talk, and you guys can mute people and stop acting like this is the end of the world because you heard words you didn't like. Oh, I mean, the thing that Elon buying Twitter won't stop the cancellation stuff because they'll still attack, you know, like uh, sponsors and stuff. Not with you bots. Know, that, yeah. Well, but the. If he does they, it right, that's the thing. Yeah. They did it with bots. They did it with yeah, tons and tons of bots. And without the bots and with other people being able to say their mind also to the sponsors which oh they try they'll see that they're not the maybe maybe this isn't as big a deal see i think that they got a skewed version of the universe because twitter was putting their thumb on the scale twitter stops putting their thumb on the scale things will start going back to normal i hope Mm. yeah that's true so people might go like oh uh so all these blue-haired freaks aren't the actually 90 percent of the country no go figure they're more like five (laughs) percent i like the i like the uh I saw a meme and showed all these blue-haired drones, you know, the NPC yeah. meme. It's like, we need to get our message out to everybody. And Libs of TikTok says, oh, okay. <laughs> and they go, no, not like that! Not, yeah. <laughs> I heard the Babylon Bee hired her. Yeah, I heard that too. Yeah. She got a million followers after this whole thing was uh, over. Yeah. Good on her. That is that. If that isn't the Streisand effect, I hey, don't know what that, is. And there's no way that, that Twitter could sit there and say, oh, no, we don't have a bias. And, okay, you blocked her. You, you know, they, they suspend her for hate speech. She never said a word on there. She just reposted their videos. Just reposted their publicly now, how, available now, you, you videos. Know, you're going to sit here and tell me that that was hate speech. I mean, maybe, dumb fucks, you shouldn't have put this up. Yeah. That nobody would know. But, no, you proudly showed what kind of reprobates flaunt. you are. Yeah, flaunt it. You flaunted your disgusting yeah. kinks. That you were telling to your kids that you didn't want the parent. You just told them. That, I mean, basically, it's like it's like a mobster going, "Okay, thanks for following. Uh, what it tells y'all, I'm going to be knocking off the divinity <laughs> yeah. tomorrow, eight a.m. at the docks. Want Why y'all you to arrest- like, share, yeah. and subscribe. <laughs> Why are you arresting me? <laughs> what the what what? <laughs> I don't understand. Why are you arresting that, me? That was they did that. They did that in um, uh, Doctor Horrible. Where uh, Neil Patrick Harris was playing, it's like the next day after he's like, "I'm gonna go with the." Free. It's like, well, apparently, uh, uh, Mister Mister Incredible, whatever the guy's name was, he watches this channel, and so do most of the police. So <laughs> I'm gonna have to be more careful what I say on this because <laughs> he threw a car at my head. <laughs> yeah, it's really it, it really is like that. It's like, how did the, ooh, where are they? At? Ooh. But 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 I'm really not like that. Really, you've got 20 TikTok videos saying different. Yeah, from your like own words. Your, yeah, yeah, that's why that's they're your... so mad at like Project Veritas, right? It's like mm. they 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 uh, deceptively edit. It's like, what do you mean deceptively? Edit? They just put the raw footage out there. Yeah. How do they edit anything? Yeah, that that's what they always call. Well, they sh- they they showed us what we're actually saying yeah. to people Fact. we don't want to know. It's been deceptive, as in uh, we haven't been able to deceive you. Yeah, that's what they really mean, you know. Uh, it's like a, truth is lies, lies is truth. Up and yeah, down, doubt is up. 
Well, it's like the water is dry. I saw YouTube commenters say the other day, it's like, uh, uh, our democracy is just a code word for liberal agenda. He said, just every time you hear it, he said, uh, swap it out and you'll see how it fits. Our, like, yeah. oh, this is a threat to our democracy, our liberal agenda. You know, yeah. it's like, it's, it, it's all, it is a code word for that. Our, our attempt to create a communist utopia. Mm, absolutely. I guess we probably ought to wrap it up. We've yeah, my dog. We've had is so limping. much. We've had so much fun without George today that we went. It's almost been, it's half been smoother, hour. hasn't it? Don't it you has. Think? Yeah. Just, just the, the the hours just flew by. It didn't feel I like know, a chore this time. So much fun. <laughs> I don't is... have a headache from this weird sound. Just like. <laughs> yeah. Look. Look. We gotta cut, stop talking to this. You want a manifesto? This is how you get a manifesto. <laughs> George is right there typing furiously down. Yeah, mm, canceled. He's on Twitter right now. He's like, God damn it, Sean doesn't have a Twitter account. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now I'm gonna get some fertilizer and a big van and fuck you guys. Wait a minute, I don't have a license for fertilizer. <laughs> Maybe get some air fertilizer. Those are still legal. Um <laughs> All right. I don't even know what that means. Uh, so thank you very much for watching. If you're still watching, I pity you, but that's fine. Uh, we are lastmovieoutpost.com. Please remember to like, share, subscribe. You like what we were saying? Comment down below. Uh, we are here every Sunday at noon Central Time and 6 o'clock UK time. Uh, we are talking about, well, I don't even know what we're going to talk about next week. Um I'll figure it out. Yeah, I'm sure we'll think of something. We'll at figure the last, it out. At the last minute, like usual. Yep. But we always uh, appreciate having you all here. And, uh, you know, I, I know what we're going to talk about because I'm going to have to do it. Uh, I'll go watch Doctor Strange. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm going to have to. Is that come out? Yeah, um, it comes out next Friday. This Friday. Something else? Doesn't something else come out in just a couple weeks, too? Uh, S- something something kind of big? Destined yeah, like to, destined to fail against this Marvel box office juggernaut. No, no, I was thinking there was some other movie that. that let me was look. To, let me look. Yeah, see what it look. might even be a. I, maybe, I'd be surprised be a, if eighth it goes up against. Might be a streaming series that I'm thinking of, even. I was thinking oh, of like Star June Trek: 20. Strange New Worlds comes out this. Yeah, week. no, it wasn't that. Okay, like, I thought it was like okay. June twenty or May the twentieth or something. Oh, here, here's here's one for you. Um, Suicide for beginners. Oh, that does sound good. I thought you might like that one. Uh, there's yeah, the only wide release I see coming out is uh, Doctor Strange. Hmm. I don't know. That. Oh, I, I watched that new HBO series that we uh, we own this city with John Berenthal in it. Based go. on that, it was okay. You know, a little bit. Of, it's woke. Yeah. Um, you know, it's about the, you know, these corrupt cops, but there's a lot of, oh, Freddie Gray and black people, white man bad, black, you know, but it's it's a crime, you know, sort of a, you know, I don't know. I'm going to watch one more and see, and then I'll have a, a verdict. Yeah, I'm looking through here. It's like, okay, we got Doctor Strange, and then May 13th, you got the Firestarter remake, which I have no interest in. I had no idea that was even coming out. I don't think the original Firestarter was that good. I didn't need I never did like it. Then he got Downtown Abbey, A New Era. Oh, God, I can't wait. <laughs> and then Men. Have you seen the trailer on that? Men? Mm-hmm. It's, it's really weird. 
it reminds me of that uh, mother. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know, that one with uh, what's her name? The, uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence, just just looks weird. Mm. Um, and then May twenty seventh, you've got Top Gun. Oh yeah, I guess that wasn't it. Are so you going to go see that? You yeah, think? I'm. I'm looking forward to Top Gun. I am not looking forward to the Bob the Burgers movie because I've never watched that show. I've never seen it either. I, I I'm like I think I watched it once, like when it first came out. So like, I'll give it a try. And I just sat there still. I was like, I this is terrible. Like, <laughs> I don't get it at all. I don't get it at all. And then it just it's still going. I think it's been on the air for like ten years now. Oh yeah, it's been a long time. Like it's easy to forget about it. And I'm like going, who's watching this? It's not. Good. They cancel. They cancel King of the Hill and then make that shit. And I like H. John Benjamin. I like his voice acting. He does Archer, which I think is fantastic. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's pretty good, ain't it? Phrasing. Uh, it's it's a it's a great show. And yeah, Archer's I, a great show. Yeah. Anyway. In fact, we lost the uh, the mother. Yeah. Yeah, what's her name there? Died yeah. what last year, wasn't it? Yeah, just last year. So I don't know if, if they'll recast her or if they'll just say that's the end of that. But yeah. uh I I love that, that show immensely. And it's it's been going on for like eight and nine seasons now. Yeah, so. it's kinda time for that to end really. Yeah. But it seems to manage to be funny every every time. I don't know yeah. how they do yeah. it. So anyway, yeah, it's just not not that much coming out in May that I'm like Oh yeah, gotta go see that. I, I think there's some streaming show or something that's supposed to come out at the end of the month. And I, I was thinking, and I swear I was trying to remember what it was. It's not Obi Wan, is it? No, it's nothing. None of that stupid shit. It's something good. <laughs> I no, it's it was something else. I can't. I mm, cannot remember for the life of me now. Sort of actiony. Maybe or you know I can't remember. Man, I don't know. I shouldn't have even brought it up since I can't remember it now. Well, let's see what else we got coming on here. June third, we have Dashcam, Watcher, Benediction, The Stay. I I don't know. I don't see anything. Uh, June tenth, Jurassic World Dominion. I gotta tell you, that just looks mm. like Dean is so excited for that. Believe it or not, I don't. I I'm looking at this going. I cannot, for the life of me, see a reason to see this movie. I mean, either. It's like, oh, but look, we got, we got Goldblum and Dern and Sam Neill back. Yeah, remember, Alan remember, Grant, remember, remember how much fun you had with it the looks, first. And that is the most desperate-looking trailer I've ever seen. It's a cash grab, man. And the last one wasn't good. Oh God, the last um, one. Lightyear with the uh, the Buzz uh, Lightyear movie. I, I tell you, that. I I liked the original, the first trailer. Like it was just the music. And it was it was just showing the kind of the majesty. I was like, that looks kind of good. And then the next trailer came out. And they're actually talking. I was like, nope, doesn't look good. <laughs> uh, Elvis. Oh yeah, the Elvis biopic with Tom Hanks. Uh, um, the Black Phone horror. That sounds dumb. Uh, Minions: Rise of Gru. I know you're looking forward to that one. You love, that's the, you love your that's, minions. That's the problem. When something comes out like that and it's a hit, then we just have to... It, it's in our lives forever. Thor, Love and Thunder, and July 8th. Ugh. Uh, 
Pause of Fury. What the fuck? I nope. <laughs> that's no. I mean, that's the actual name of a movie. Nope. Mm. You could say that about everyone. Yeah. Nope. A uh, bullet train. You know, I that one. I kind of like. That looks like fun. What's the premise on that one? That's the one with Brad Pitt has to steal something on a bullet train, and he gets into a fight. At one point, he's in a fight, and the lady comes in. She's like, "Would you like some water or something?" He's like, "Oh yeah, thank you." And it's like, "Would you? Like, yeah, sure." And then they start fighting again or something. I don't know. It's it looks like comedy threat action kind of. I haven't seen a trailer for that. I'll have to check that out. I, it looks kind of fun, and then of course, the DC League of Super Pets. Oh, that's a good one. Why the fuck not? Yeah, that sounds great. And then we're into August. Oh, God, this summer's already going by fast. I'm trying to see if there's anything I recognize in August. Nope. Honk for Jesus, save your soul. Oh, that's, <laughs> that sounds great. That sounds fantastic. The September movie, so you know it's yeah. going to be awesome. And then it's a wasteland till November. I can't believe it's May already. Jesus I Christ. Know. May, yeah. It's just, oh God, just. It's like somebody accelerated the bullet train towards my final Death. destination. <laughs> the yawning grave. Yeah. It's like a comedian. I like a comedian years ago. He's like, oh, when you're a kid, it's like, oh, Christmas, uh, Easter, uh, your birthday. Thanksgiving, he said. Then you get older, and it's just birthday, birthday, birthday. <laughs> I was like, God. at the time, I was like, haha. Now I'm like, ugh. <laughs> He's so right about it's, that. It's it's getting to the point. I look at a calendar, and I'm actually seeing the year, like flip. Yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. Wasn't it just 19 something? 2022. Yeah. What the fuck? 23? Jesus Christ. I know. <laughs> we're 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 almost halfway through this year. I know. I know. I'm gonna be. Uh, yes. I'm going to be dead soon, um, which is why I make these. That's why we waste our precious, precious time. Long, <laughs> boring. They just elongate my life. Yeah. I mean, every stream feels like six months has been added to, to life. So. All right. So I think I've done all the, the final stuff. And then we talked for another half, 30 fucking minutes. <laughs> LastMovieOutpost.com. We're very sorry. Yeah. Uh, Please, Cobb, we got all the latest in movie news and reviews. We are the cool news now. You uh, can reach us at contact us at lastmovieoutpost.com. I am at DrunkenYoda1, and our main Twitter is at MovieOutpost. Please follow us. And, of course, you can uh, find us on Facebook as well, where we also stream when we do these uh, every Sunday. And, of course, you can watch us anytime on YouTube. We have lots of fun videos there, including the Overlooked and the How to Make a Movie series by George Lucas, which is really pretty darn funny. Very funny, yeah. What happened to that? I noticed it was up on Monday or Tuesday or whatever, and then it was then then it was re-uploaded. What, what happened to that? Did it get copyright struck? No, no. George just, just uh, was whinging about a thing that he <laughs> forgot, so... <laughs> What a perfectionist. It's just such a perfectionist. Yeah. I know. Just a, it was just a molecule. Two pixels, too much film grain in this one. Yeah. I got to redo the whole goddamn thing. Yeah. I don't know. I think he forgot the title. Artists are so picky. Aren't I they? know. He's such a. Jesus. We're just shredding him today. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. 
I hope you feel better, George. We do miss you. And we'll uh, definitely see you next week on the next stream.